0: In. You got to do it. You got to stick to it. You got to make it doable. Make it repeatable. Make it a habit. And you know what? We're going to be with you in your ear holes for 90 plus minutes of gaming goodness because DLC is your downloadable commentary for the week delivered the way we love it to be. And that is completely free. Thanks to our sponsors this week Masterworks, HelloFresh, and Squarespace. Where They're bringing the show to you. DLC, of course, the show, all about games in their many forms. Games played on desktops, laptops, and consoles. Also games that involve dice, luck, and cardboard. I'm your host, Jeff Canada, the spell with two N's and one T. And I am joined, as always, by my friend, slash co-host, slash nemesis. The guy who has been doing this with me for eight full years years starting our ninth year mr christian
1: spicer hello christian hello jeff i started uh when we were vamping pre-show with just uh into the uh which i can't only i can only do those bars because then disney will sue us out of existence but i don't know why that was the it's like i could have picked any song about future or going into something but nine year 2022 year nine what a wild
0: ride! It We're has doing been it. Man. My friend. This is it. This is our annual January 8th. Uh, do the math. 2014. Uh, 2014. 2014? Oh, yeah. My golly. Yep. Was our very first episode of DLC. Uh, and it was just the two of us. So every year, our annual, we do the first episode of the year, our first episode in January, like we did that first episode. Just the two of us. Usually DLC, we have a third guest, a a person uh, on the show. And this year, we've had a phenomenal list of of returning guests, brand new voices that we heard from for the first time. It has been a stellar year for guests for DLC. Very proud of the variety of voices, the diversity of voices, uh, and the wonderful uh, recurring characters that we have had on the show in 2021 uh, and and we love that we love having having a third person come in and and change things up and talk about things that we're not interested in or we don't know about or looking at things in a way we wouldn't be looking at them but i always love this episode at the beginning of the year when it's just you and me again like it was that very first episode uh, i thank you for doing this with me christian for so long uh starting our ninth year did you ever think it would last
2: this long
1: no, but I also don't see it ending. Does that make sense? You know, I,
2: I, I, <laughs> It you so
0: bleak when you st- put st- it that way. I didn't think it would last this long, but uh, there's no sign of
2: relief. No, 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 no. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had asked
1: me back then, "Hey, we'll be starting our ninth year in 2022," I'd be like, "Oh, I don't." That seems like a long time, but then yeah. also, if any given week, it's never like, oh, I have to do this again, or like, oh, I can't wait to be done with this or anything like that. Like, I'm very proud of the gaming corner of the internet that we've kind of created and carved out. And so, yeah, I think once we found that groove, I definitely thought it'd be going this long and longer. But if you ask me at any given time that first year, like, hey, dude, nine years from now, you'll still be doing this. I'd be like, I mean, nine years from now, everything will be perfect, so we won't be talking about it. games yeah,
0: thing. Things are only going to get better from here, you said <laughs> nine years ago. Uh, well, yes, I, I I agree with that. I mean, I, I we are very, very fortunate that uh, this show has continued, that we've had the audience that we've had. We're not the biggest gaming podcast on the internet, uh, but we have a rock-solid audience that I'm super grateful for. And it is a, a audience that I think we've cultivated it is it is a group of really good people uh you know all the touch points you know our subreddit our discord all of the emails we get it's super clear to me that folks that listen to this show are of a a particular kind of uh, disposition Uh, and i think that that is uh that is one i'm very proud of It's, it's folks that really come to this hobby with um a lot of hope and positivity and joy and i um i I consider myself lucky to be uh counted among those folks, so thank you all for being with us uh for this long. If this is your first episode, thank you for checking us out. If this is your four hundred and what is it twenty, <laughs> uh, 20, something, 20 yeah. something like that four twenty fourth uh we are grateful that you've been here the whole time as well. This is going to be i think a um a a new chapter uh this year this ninth year um we can't really talk about it quite yet but um things are a changing (laughs) for us and uh it's it's i think it it provides some opportunities for the for the podcast um and we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks but um year nine jeff and i are introducing a new baby to the show we
1: gotta keep it fresh (laughs) yeah uh
0: (laughs) It's, uh,
1: it's, it, you know, it, it sweeps week. So we got to do everything we can. Everybody's dated everybody already. And we got to do something. Ross already started the show with a monkey. So we got to do
0: something to keep it, keep it interesting. <laughs> uh, I, you know, Poochie is we bringing Poochie <laughs> onto the show. Um, no. So anyway, but this episode is awesome. This, this episode is always a super fun one because for the last nine times, Uh, At the beginning of the year, we have made predictions for the coming year in the world of games. It's so kind that you call them
1: predictions. Like sometimes I'll let our audience know a little thing. I won't include you. I won't project, but just for me, sometimes I know stuff and sometimes I get Mm. to say stuff that I know. And well, I, pick I it specifically as a prediction. can't,
0: I, I specifically avoid saying stuff I know to be true. Well, sometimes I do because even it, it, still, it still feels bold, but a lot but of that's the time, how we get in trouble. That's how we get in trouble is by saying stuff that was told to us in confidence. No, no, no. But, it's
1: never, it's never stuff that I'm not allowed to say. I'm <clears> told oft, not often. Sometimes I'm told I'm allowed to say something. You know what I mean? Um, but it is kind that you still call these predictions because most of the time, uh, they're not predictions as <laughs> so much as they are wild things. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well,
0: so this episode, we, we you know, we, we call it the reckoning, right? Because oh, we wow. reckon with the predictions that we made all the way back in January of 2021. And we <laughs> also make predictions for 2022. Why? Uh,
1: so- Why? We beat each other up for the yeah. first part of the episode. And then we say, you know what?
0: Let's do that. Well, (laughs) you know, some of us, uh, some of us get a a song out of it. Jeff was right. Yeah. So you know, (laughs) sometimes it works out for some of us. I'll just say that. Um, But yeah. So so three three parts of the show. We have uh, we have the reckoning from last year, where we listen to the predictions that we made, and we respond, and we find out you know if we if we were correct or we got wrecked,
2: mm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, in the second section of the show, we will be talking about all of the games that we think might be coming out in 2022. The game, I mean, very few of them probably will, but as we've seen. But uh, the list of games that are slated to, you know, that we are known quantities uh, for 2022. And we kind of talk about the ones we're most excited about and what we expect. And then- In the third part of the show, we make predictions. Now, if you search around on the internet, you will find a variety of predictions, and most people will make, you know, maybe they'll make some bold predictions. We also make bold predictions, but we start at bold, and we move from bold into even more extreme flavor country that we call Cool Ranch. So there are two varieties of predictions. We start with bold, but then the flavor profile gets even more intense from there. And we get way out on a limb with our Cool Ranch predictions. So that's what you have to look forward to. The reckoning, the games of 2022, (laughs) and then our bold and Cool Ranch predictions. Christian, are you ready? Are you ready for this?
1: Jeff was right, and it's really pissing. I'm ready. I'm, I, I, am, I am ready. Let's put our feet to the fire. Uh, and I'm very excited about talking about the games coming
0: out in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the games we know about now that are coming out in 2023. Uh, yes. So let's jump right into it and start. Uh, oh, 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 I should also say, before we get into this, is that every year I try really hard to come up with a way to designate when we're (laughs) listening to audio from last year's episode, because it's just you and me talking. And the sad news is we don't sound any different, even though the ravages of another year have destroyed us physically and mentally.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's kind. I, I feel like it would probably do. I mean, there was, was that this year where you didn't sound at all? I mean, so let's just be grateful that we're here. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. You know, sounding somewhat similar. But yes, it can be hard for our audience to distinguish. Okay, Jeff, play that clip of me predicting – yeah. We will both love Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow,
0: that was incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Folks hear us talking, and then they hear a recording of us talking. It sounds uh, pretty the same. So there's always <laughs> a challenge to designate as to when you are listening to audio from a year ago. And I've tried a variety of things, including uh, literally crunching chips into the microphone. <laughs> I've tried uh, echoey, uh, long ago sounding uh, boom predictions, all that stuff. Well, friend of the show, and actually, I believe I can reveal next week's guest, uh, game developer extraordinaire, Danish Syed, and friend I'm, of the I'm show. I'm
1: surprised he's still friend of the show and next week's guest after what happened, what you're about to say, but yes. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, he's lucky that we, he's lucky we
0: booked him well in advance. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he reached out on, on the Twitters, uh, publicly on the Twitters, and, and called me out and said, hey, you gotta do... Uh, a music bed for all of the audio clips that you play. By the way, this is the episode that I work on the most of any episode in the entire year because it's it's just excruciating to listen to yourself from a year ago making terrible wrong predictions and then you know plucking those things out and prepping them and it, anyway so I was doing all that and then I get this tweet from Danish who says. Uh, you know, you got to do a music bed, not just a thing beforehand, not just uh, hilarious crunching sounds. You got to do a music <laughs> bed. So we know what we're listening to. So I spent many hours uh, doing music bed and um, uh, used uh royalty free music, which I'm sure will still get this podcast pinged in some way and yanked down from the internet. But thank you to pixel Pixabay, which is a The first Google result of a free audio, free music, royalty-free music on the internet. Uh, So here we go. The first bold prediction from last year, from 2021, Christian Spicer. Ooh.
1: More Marvel from Insomniac.
2: Mm, Hmm. Different
0: Marvel.
1: Well see that's where i put the period the periods after more marvel from Insomniac. i mean the safe bet is like a spider-man 2 and i don't even know if that's bold but like i would consider daredevil outside of the spider family Ooh, if that makes sense yeah i don't, I don't mean like you know, something like that but i'd love a daredevil thing i have to think that marvel is looking to Insomniac. like that relationship is ripe for more 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 And I have to think that Sony is also wanting that with their relationship with Marvel. So more Marvel from Insomniac. And I think it goes
0: outside of the Spider family. Christian Spicer, the Spicetradamus coming in hot with the very first prediction. And that's this week's show. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) As as you know, if you listen to the show, uh, Insomniac did announce not just more Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 uh, coming soon, but... Wolverine. So you didn't get the Daredevil right, but pretty darn close, Spistradamus.
1: Yeah. Outside the spider family. I did the thing that we're, I'm going to do again this year, I'm sure. And that you do as well, where you say a thing and then you keep talking. And it's like, yeah. as you listen to the old predictions, it's like, stop talking. You had it. and then, Yeah. You were right. Time,
0: and then you get farther away from right as you keep <laughs> talking. Yeah.
1: But this time it worked. Granted, not Daredevil, but outside the spider family, uh and more marvel yeah that that, i feel good i'm happy with this week's show i'm gonna give you yeah
0: i'm gonna give you a (laughs) uh a correct on that one you nailed it um pretty pretty darn close so there you go one for one christian spicer here's my first bold prediction from last year breath of the wild 2 is announced for march 2022 alongside the switch plus or Switch HD or Switch Pro or whatever they want to call it, but there's new Switch hardware that is more powerful and or has a sharper resolution as like a Switch HD, maybe. You said um, 2022. It's announced this year. We hear an announcement this year that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a 2022 game and is going to launch alongside new Switch hardware. I also think... Breath of the Wild 2 gets rebranded as a different title. It's not called Breath of the Wild 2. It's going to be called, like, something, 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 Breath of the Wild. The pointy stick of glory, you know, Breath of the Wild or something, you know, whatever, whatever. So another example of me just talking so long (laughs) and getting wronger and wronger, but... There's a shred of accuracy there because Breath of the Wild 2 was announced as a 2022 game, not March, but they did say 2022, uh, and we did get a Switch
2: OLED.
0: No, 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 no. <sighs> yeah,
1: no, no, no. But yes, I I think that was a pretty. I think if you had asked most people, maybe not most, but a lot of people, January, the beginning of January 2021, like that was a bold prediction to say Breath of the Wild 2, which had been shown um, was not coming until March, 2022. I, I think you're wrong with that March. I think it'll probably be even later than that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking um, it's probably going to be holiday 2022. but that was a, that's a, that was a good prediction. Yes. You kept talking and I just sat there silently and let
0: you keep digging, but, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that was yeah. a good
1: prediction. I think that's a good one.
0: Well, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say I don't, I haven't earned, uh, the Canosticator yet. Uh, you got Spistradamus pretty, pretty locked in, but Canosticator, Jeff, we all know you earned that this year, so stop. Well, <laughs> just wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, I'm I, <laughs> very excited. I was going to check in with you right now. How's that music bed sounding? It sounds good. It's different
1: music each time, though. So far,
0: well, it's, it, there's one for you and one for me. That's ooh. That's all. That's all I've done. Okay. All right. So you're one for one. I'm, I guess, maybe a quarter of one for one, but not really. All right, here we go. Uh, Christian Spicer's bold prediction number two from 2021.
1: There's no fable this year.
0: Yeah, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? But I, I hope you're wrong because I want, too. I want to
1: play that game. But I love the franchise coming from one of my favorite studios of recent memory. I just don't think it's this year. Nailed it. I mean. I can, I, I almost could include that one again this year, but it doesn't feel bold anymore. It just feels <laughs> no, like Jeff right? was right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think at that time we we were kind of thinking maybe a, a fable was going to be a 2021 kind of big, uh, Microsoft game. It's, yes, it's, it's hard sometimes even to put yourself back in the shoes of a Janu- the first yes. week of January, a year ago. And think what, you know, you're coming off of that last year. You just think, oh my gosh, all these games are coming. In fact, I went back and listened to the games that, you know, the second section of the show from last year, where we talk about all the games we're most excited about and the games we were most excited about were Horizon Forbidden West. Good game. Metroid Prime 4 and God of War War Ragnarok. (laughs) None of which have come out. Right. So the three games we were most excited about for this last year, maybe come out 2022, you know, like that's, it it just shows you how long game development takes, how excited we are about these things, how the PR cycles uh, of these games are very protracted. You know, you, you get these game announcements and they're years away. And how COVID Um, is not quitting, right? Like also that
1: I think at that time it was vaccines are here or close, you know, whatever it was. And yeah. Yeah. But again, looking, sitting now, it's like, of course, Fable didn't come out this year. But again, back then in January, like Halo had just been delayed more or less, right? Like it was originally a November, 2020 game and they had already announced Fable. So I think it made sense that Fable was maybe going to come out. But now, of course, it's like, I'm.
0: Surprised we got any video? video games. I know, right? Yeah, it doesn't seem even bold for you to say no. Fable, it's just like duh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, still good, good job. Spice it's still one of my favorite studios of recent memory, so that works yes. also. I mean, I, I'm super excited for getting even more. I, I kind of don't think we're going to get Fable in in this calendar year either, but I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful we get at least some more information about it because that would be. I'm, I'm excited for whatever that game turns out to be.
2: Uh, yes, very much. All
0: right. My second bold prediction from 2021. PlayStation VR 2 is announced with Inside Out tracking. And, here's the part where I keep talking, and Half-Life Alex is a launch title. Yeah, well, I I mean, (laughs) I think it's pretty clear that PSVR 2 is going to have Inside Out tracking, which, you know, we didn't know back then. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, no no official announcement yet. I mean, it's it seems – the rumblings seem to be happening. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty big whiff. Although, you know, inside out no, you're you're too hard on yourself. I think that's a good – again, you
1: acknowledged your keep talking moment when you had it. Yeah. I think you got it pretty good. Also, now that I've listened to your music again, it kind of reminds me of something that could be in The Last of Us. I like it. It sounds kind of
0: like Gustavo a little bit. I like your, yeah. I like your music Yours bit. is like – here I come, I'm Christian, I'm going to get this right. And me is like, this is not good. Why am I still talking? All the Your zombies are coming. The is <laughs> about to be murdered. Dun, 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 dun. This is what you did, Danish. <laughs> anyway. Look what you made me do. <laughs> All right. So we're up to the third bold prediction from 2021 from Christian Spicer.
1: Microsoft introduces a new controller this year. Ooh! I wrote down the same the same prediction. Go ahead. And that's where I put my period. So you can stop uh, <laughs> if you're listening next year. To stop now, no more here, no more to hear here. Uh, we're good. We're done. Um, and if I get you know bold, it's uh, Xbox Elite Three, and mm. it has a uh, PlayStation Five style triggers.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I, I wrote down Microsoft announces an updated controller that supports more f- sophisticated force feedback. Well, yeah, I mean, that was both of us. We were both hopped in on that one. They
1: introduced a lot of new controllers that I, I bought several of, but they're <laughs> the same controller. That Forza controller is so good, and the yeah. Master Chief Elite Series 2 is beautiful, but they're still the same controllers.
0: Yeah, none of that force feedback. I kind of think that's still in the in the offing. I think that there's definitely still a big potential, unless. Uh, as- What
1: unless which I have not looked this up and because I learned you know about Scuff's patents on the back paddles. Oh yeah, I wonder if I I clearly I do not know, but I wonder if there is patent problems in doing that. Would they need to license that tech from Sony? Does someone else own it? Right. Um, Like I wonder if they're able. Like the reason why Xbox controller is different than Nintendo's to begin with is because Nintendo I think has a patent on BA or whatever it is. So I'm curious how much copying is allowed, but I would love to see that
0: um, control or go other places. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they have patents on all that stuff, but also, you know, there's multiple ways to do a similar effect that uh, that's how you get around stuff like that is like, you come up with your own methodology for for doing (laughs) that. And then uh, I still think that as the, this particular console generation matures, uh, and it's, it's, you know, glacially slow because of all the, all the, uh, supply chain issues, but as it I matures know. and, and th- those, you know, those haptic feedback, I think comes into its own and more games support it. And I still think Microsoft may end up doing something like that. It just seems to make sense, but, but maybe you're right. Maybe it's proprietary and th- never the twain shall meet, but either way, we were both wrong on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the big takeaway. It's how wrong we were. Which, oh, you know, recurring theme. Over nine years, but you know, we're also right sometimes. Uh not this time though. Here's my next prediction. <laughs> and say Valve announces a new game. They're gonna do a new like game that their studio made. I don't know if it'll be a VR game, I doubt it. Uh but I think it'll be a new not not a you know, not a Dota uh spin off. It'll be like a real full new game. So that didn't yeah.
1: happen. I mean, the problem is you you had the genre right um in Dota in a studio making a new game that's not a Dota. You just had the studio wrong and it was Riot. Riot yeah, has yeah. announced several new games that are not League. Right. Um and they all look incredible, or they have been incredible, and the other ones look incredible. And then I think the director of Valorant um left and is working on a new, like left Valorant, not Riot, is working on another new secret thing. So the nugget was there. You just put it on the. You were still high on Half Life, Alex, Jeff. That was two in a row that you put some Half Life Alex relation. Yeah. Well, them.
0: yes, it, it <laughs> dazzled me uh, in the pre. You know, in 2020, I guess it was, uh, and uh, I wanted more, more, more. But you know, I haven't had any more, more, more. But that's okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm not doing too great right now. But let's see. Uh, let's see how bad Christian can get something wrong <laughs> in the next bold prediction.
1: Gran Turismo Seven actually comes out this year that's
0: what makes it wow is. that is bold there's no universe where that happens <laughs> i think i think but for covid
1: oh right it would have right happened. right it's, it's but soon. for polyphony is what it no. is no i mean so do you think it's gonna do you think it's gonna hit its current date or not
0: i have no idea what is its current date I don't i'm don't googling is to get it exactly right but yeah. it's it's it's
1: soon march it is March 4th, is what really? they say. I mean, so if I think,
0: it's that soon, I, don't, I feel like it doesn't slip. We would have heard it slip earlier than now, probably. But It probably has traction control on, so
1: it doesn't slip. hey oh There you um, go. I, yeah, guess I, That was a bold prediction. Anything Gran Turismo releasing on time is a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like it. I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable wearing those pants. Yeah, I just liked
0: how much i scoffed at it (laughs) how ridiculous (laughs) it seemed even now to hear you say that it would come out uh, Then, but you know we'll see if it if it Well at that time
1: at that time jeff i also didn't know what your other prediction was going to be so you have to realize that i was (laughs) i was swimming in a pool with imperfect information
0: (laughs) do you are you excited about grand turismo 7 are you are you looking forward to that game I, i feel like forza has really kind of uh dominated y- your talk about uh racing I, games. I am looking forward to it
1: the, the more semi aspect of gran turismo is a harder um it, it takes longer for me to get hooked but then when i get hooked it's usually pretty deep like was i looking at new racing wheels and stuff when they announced the release date yes yes i was um i don't know if i'll pull the trigger on one but what they're showing the customization and everything in gran
0: turismo 7 it looks like it's going to be pretty incredible yeah yeah, I I'm wondering if I will enjoy that game now that I have sort of found the love with Horizon. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt I it I doubt as well. I uh, Gran Turismo, and I'm gonna
1: anger somebody here, um, but that style of game I think is more akin to um doing speed runs. Like there's it's like it's yeah. not just beating a level, which is what uh Forza Horizon is so much of. It's like always rewarding you, and Gran Turismo in my head, is more the nun slapping your knuckles and being like, "You suck."
2: <laughs> Do yeah. it
1: again. It's like negative reinforcement that like, you blew that <laughs> corner, idiot. And I'm like, "Oh, I did." <laughs> and Force is <laughs> like, "Good job, buddy. Here's a here's a lollipop." And I'm like, "Thanks."
0: <laughs> right, right, exactly. Force is constantly giving you like, "Hey, you just spent time here. Isn't it great? Here, have some yeah. stuff." Yeah. And Crunchy's yeah.
1: yeah. was like, "Well, you just got lapped on the outside."
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh all right well uh not not so good so far. Uh I mean you 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 came out strong and and now you're kind of waning a bit. Uh but that's okay. That's okay. Here is my fourth bold prediction. My prediction is there will be no reason for us ever to use the E3 hype train bumper again. I think E3 E3 is well and truly dead Uh, there may well be uh, something that is called E3 I don't think think it is a place where human beings gather in June Uh, I don't think it is a thing that is that major publishers participate in it is almost completely going to be replaced by online you know Nintendo Direct style stuff So I don't know how we score this one because I, I mean, again, it was, I kept talking and yes, E3 wasn't a place where human beings gathered, but also, uh, Microsoft participated, uh, some, some big guns participated. Uh, so I don't know how we score that one.
1: Yeah. I mean, we did use the bumper. I think you're your gut was in the right place. We did use the bumper. There were some good announcements that came out of yeah. E3 week, whether they were E3 official or not. I mean, E3 tried to put their hashtag on it regardless. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but I mean, Keeley has slayed that dragon, right? Like I don't yeah. know what happened to lead to their divorce. Cause at first he was doing a lot of his stuff as official E3, like, Um, He had those awesome panels with, like, directors and all that stuff that were, like, E3 official things that happened. And then, of course, now he's doing his own thing. And based on the numbers for the Game Awards and everything that he's doing and those reveals, uh, you know, I said it in jest before, but, like, we really do need – we need to be, like – chugga chugga jeff Keeley. <laughs> like that's yeah. the hype well, train we have now.
0: we have you know we have the uh the summer of games summer bumper of games. that yeah. uh that sean madigan did and in fact i i cut it out of of what i played there but in last year's episode i said there's no reason for us to use the e3 bumper anymore we will just be using the the yeah. summer of games you know summer of games and so yeah that's kind of what what the gist of my prediction was is that the yeah. that summer of games is going to steamroll what e3 once was and it hasn't completely happened you know e3 is kind of rising from the ashes a bit but yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see if this year they intend to do in person you know if 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 who knows with the variants and covid and all that stuff and and who participates and how it works and what what's what it's all i mean I, are we going to go to LA? I I mean I me mean, I have to go to LA. You're there already. But are we going to go to E3? I mean it, it, do people go there? I don't know. I don't I don't feel like that's
1: yeah. In the cards well, really. I, I think the other part of that too is that yes, that Summer of Games bumper is awesome, but Keeley's it not content with the summer. He owns right. games all year, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah. he's he's hosting other publisher uh, showcases. The Game Awards continues to be huge hit Summer of Games doesn't show any signs of slowing down. So I think that your gut was in the right place that we're seeing a, you know, kind of a diversification of this big online event. Um, but game awards was in person again for a select, you know, a a curated crowd. And I think, I think people want to get back together. So I think if it's safe, I could see E3 being in person again, and I could see maybe some big announcements coming out there. If it is like a, we're back baby moment. Um,
0: but I still also agree with, you know, what you were saying last year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this year is going to be a real interesting one, you know, to see how many, uh, are there PAXs? Are there, you know, conventions of any kind? Uh, Because I mean, there was a CES and that got record scratched real quick. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, This is the last of the bold predictions. It is yours. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Here we go.
1: Uh, Here's my last one. Hey, the Uncharted movie! That's it.
0: (laughs) Good bold prediction. That's as much excitement as you'll get for it.
1: You know, we'll play that back in a year and it'll either be like he was right, it was good, or he was right, he was being sarcastic. Oops. nailed it i so, <laughs> that's a win
0: <laughs> so you are saying we'll play this back in a year and either he'll say it, 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 he was right it was good or he was wrong, right it was sarcastic neither because the movie didn't come out
1: <laughs> yeah but you don't you, you go in unsullied uh as someone who has been sullied and yeah. also has liked the character sully um <laughs> so far that prediction is a hundred percent correct jeff <laughs> A <laughs> hundred. Hey, the started movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the even the first. Po- I want it to be good, and I hope it is. But even the first poster, it's like it just looks like two actors were on a green screen, and then they put them with like a shipwreck behind them, and their eye lines are going to totally different places. <laughs> it looks like it looks like a time travel thing of like young. It's like Mark Wahlberg looks like old uh tom holland and it's just the weirdest poster because they're kind of in both neutral just generic anyway i hope i hope it's good but so
0: far that is a hundred percent correct prediction (laughs) (laughs) there you have it uh uncharted the movie all right next up we're going to get cool ranchy on you which means the uh predictions get even more out there on a limb But first, I want to thank our first sponsor, which is Masterworks. With inflation at a 39-year high and rising on top of volatile stock markets, there's never been a better time to rethink your portfolio mix. Think about diversifying your portfolio today with fine art. According to Citi, art significantly outpaced the S&P 500 from 1995 to 2020, which means When the market drops, a well-diversified art portfolio might not. And the Wall Street Journal called the art market one of the hottest on earth, not to mention the ultra-wealthy have been diversifying their portfolios with artwork for generations. And now, with Masterworks, you can too. Masterworks is democratizing the art market by allowing everyday investors to own a piece of iconic paintings from blue-chip artists like Picasso, Warhol, and Banksy at an affordable entry point. So while making great art is difficult, investing in it is easier than ever. Even better, they're giving DLC listeners priority access to their newest offerings. Start building an intelligent portfolio today at masterworks.art slash DLC. That's masterworks.art slash DLC. See important disclaimers at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. All right, Christian, let us get into the Cool Ranches. Do you do you remember your Cool Ranches from last year, or are you, are you going in blind?
1: Uh, I started to look because I do keep <laughs> a note stock, and then I
0: like going in blind. So It's so much fun that yeah. uh, I, I put it away. All right, here we go. Your first Cool Ranch prediction, the flavor profile getting just um, so much more potent in the mouth. <laughs> here we go.
1: I think we get a new switch this year, mm-hmm. but I mean I've had a new yes new switch no new switch every year. Uh, yes, you so have I mean,
0: literally every year. Yes, yeah.
1: so I think it's the yes new switch, but no Breath of the Wild and no Metroid Prime Four. I think I they, think it's
0: pretty obvious that Metroid Prime Four ain't happening. What know? do you think the new Switch hardware has? You think it's it's you know got beefier processing in it, or is it just like a? bigger form factor or sharper display or what do you think changes i mean
1: ultimately i think nothing that matters
0: spystradamus ladies and gentlemen Whew. I thought you were going to get me there when
1: I kept talking, but yeah, I that that's a that's a big correct.
0: Nothing that matters.
1: <laughs> hey, don't don't tell my wife that when I try to buy this big OLED I'm trying to buy for the
0: for the house though. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the Nintendo way introduced new hardware that we all buy for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I'm impressed. That was pretty good. That was a pretty, that was a Spice for, for sure, man. Well yeah, done.
1: I'll, I'll, that was, that was a, a swing and a hit. But, you know, even in Little League, you, you get a hit when you close your eyes sometimes.
0: <laughs> I think you're, I think you're, uh, you're trouncing me right now, but, uh, let's take a look at my, oh, by the way, have you noticed the, uh, the music bed has gotten more intense because we're, we're in cool ranch country now. Yeah. I love it. It's perfect. Yeah, it's more intense. All right. Here we go. Uh, here's my first cool ranch prediction from 2021. Microsoft purchases take two. No way. Uh, no way, indeed. It turns out no way is correct. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what there is still else to say about that.
1: I was summarily wrong. Hey. Because maybe in 20 years uh, Microsoft will say they tried to and that take to laugh them out of the room and they'll share part of the letter you know yeah, so there's yeah. a chance there's
0: still a chance last year I will point out we had an incredible batting average on these predictions uh, i mean incredible uh, so again go back and listen to last year's
1: or just to... listen to mine from this year we're yeah, talking about christian's we Christian's doing had a, pretty good I'm, I'm doing
0: okay i know uh, i know where this goes here's um, but... uh, here's
2: christians <laughs>
0: <laughs> second cool ranch prediction
2: i
1: think we get a big streaming AAA a exclusive <laughs> like i just laughed at it <laughs> i mean that is that is getting wrecked i got wrecked but yeah. but 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 the but there is microsoft coming day and date with their first party exclusives on the cloud on game pass. I think that shows a lot. They're not exclusives to the cloud, but I think that shows a lot of confidence to be like, yeah, you can play halo infinite or, uh, forza horizon on the cloud. And that's the the only way to experience, like not every game pass game is cloud enabled. And for Microsoft to show that confidence, I think is huge. So, yes, I got that prediction wrong, but I think my heart was in the right
0: place. (laughs) (laughs) You're always like, well, my heart. Yeah, I mean, you went on to say, I I didn't leave it in the clip, but you went on to say that, you know, maybe it's one of these Jade Raymond uh, studios, things that she's leading up at Stadium. (laughs) Yeah, all very sad. All went crushing, crashing to the ground. Uh, All right, so got wrecked. Uh, Let's listen to my second Cool Ranch prediction. Legislation completely changes the way mobile games are monetized like literally there is legislation passed in 2021 that forces mobile game developers to change it forces a lot of games to stop existing or stop being sold or stop being offered in the stores and uh, it changes the way these games can can monetize Mm, not so much not so
1: much I do like your faith in,
0: uh, our government to get yeah. anything
1: done through legislation.
0: Right. I really thought um, it was going to come to a head this last year. I, I really thought all of that, that, uh, you know, sort of getting kids to gamble, uh, a side of it was going to really, uh, be a, uh, a, a position that politicians were going to grab onto and, and kind of force something through, but you know,
1: nope. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think NFTs and blockchain kind of grabbed all those, like and the Facebook whistleblower. Like there was enough other tech nightmares um, that the US government and and governments around the world can't comprehend. I don't think they had time to dip into mobile games, Um, but I hope hope they do. And and the Roblox stuff we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, the industry is ripe for it and it really bothers me when people from, like Facebook or even game studios or whatever, be like we welcome, we welcome regulation. We we need it. We welcome it, and then also secretly they lobby billions of dollars to prevent any from happening. Right? Yeah, it's a bummer.
0: It's a bummer, and that was one you know that honestly I'd like to see happen because I think yeah. that uh, seeing my kids uh, engage with uh, with apps is is horrifying, oh, dude. Did you yeah. read
1: the Square?
0: Uh, happy new year letter.
1: No, from the president or CEO. I'm gonna misquote it, but I mean, it's we don't need to, this is a fun show, but it talks about like their entry into play to earn and NFTs and how it's going to change the landscape. And it just really to me read as like
0: <sighs> bleak, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just bleak, but you know, there's a, there's a hopeful side to all that stuff. I, I, I don't know. I, I remain yes. hopeful that there's going to be a company that kind of does NFT in a consumer forward, interesting, useful way. They build a product around it instead of, well, is of this sure. a
1: core inch? Are we in core inch yeah. predictions? predictions? No, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping, I don't <laughs> think
0: it's going to, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just hoping I like that's, that's because it's, you know, it's upon us regardless so yes. I have to hold out hope that somebody is going to actually lead the way and show how to do it in a responsible and not predatory way. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, everybody. Twenty two is, where is I don't full say of hope. Let 20, you keep talking. <laughs> Twenty
2: two is full of hope. All
0: right, here we go. Uh, cool Ranch, number three from Christian Spicer.
1: I, I think we get an Apple, a new Apple TV. That finally embraces gaming in a way. I don't know if it comes bundled with the controller. I, I, I think there's real um, value in that um,
0: for them. And yeah. I think this is the year they do it. It's the year they do it, Christian. This is the year they do it. The <laughs> Apple TV with a, with a controller maybe? I mean, they did it,
1: but it was a company called Backbone that <laughs> brought, you know, made gaming more serious on iOS devices. And I love my back. Maybe back when it was end of 2020. Um, yeah, it hasn't happened. It's so frustrating because there are some gems there and what some of these
0: Mac Silicon um,
1: computers can do. But
0: yeah, I got wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> baffles me that they haven't done that already. It baffles me. I, I, I mean, I guess it, they don't want it to alienate the, the, you know, iPhone, iPad users in some way, or, or they don't want to, you know, bifurcate that kind of, um, audience. Yeah. And, but it doesn't make any sense to me. If, if you're making an Apple TV, like make it a console. Why not? You've got, you've got Apple arcade. It's, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, like make it a full console anyway, wrecked. <laughs> i right. agree with what you said but also you wrong <laughs> all right so i've been uh you know i've been i've been rope doping i've been getting a lot of uh a lot of a lot of wrecks i think i think my my tide is about to start turning with these with these cool ranch predictions here we go a centerpiece of microsoft's summer direct presentation whatever they call it is a unveiling of starfield which won't be coming until 2022 and then it's delayed to 2023
2: <laughs> But
0: hey nailed it
1: right you, i'd say correct but i don't know if it was an it's, a, it's like a triple right because like starfield i still don't know what it is
0: well, yeah, yeah, we didn't see you know like a detailed gameplay presentation, but we it was like anything. the big coming we out party anything. for anything. Starfield. We saw like a little bit of we saw that tiny little <laughs> gameplay thing of the dude in the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and we, we got a, a release bit. date. We got like a release date. Then yes, it was it was so. a centerpiece of their presentations. What I said. <laughs>
1: And again, it is a it is a great prediction. I think the only live is a, the very beginning. I don't know if it was a centerpiece. It was oh, by- come
0: on. It was – we had uh, Todd Howard <laughs> sitting down with uh, – with, uh, um, what's his bucket, you know? Uh, Phil, Phil Spencer? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, fine. I'll give you a home run, but technically it was scored as a throwing error when you <laughs> rounded third, okay? <laughs>
0: All right. All right, Christian. Well, if you want to have your own – Home run. Check this one out.
1: Sony makes a big buy.
0: Oops. Hang on. Do it again.
1: Sony makes a big buy. It's a developer that is a get, is what you're saying. If it wasn't Square Enix, I would say it'd be Eidos. You know, like that. But that's what I'm... That's what I'm... Oh, Bluepoint. Yeah. It, yeah. But Point I don't think it's... Yes, they should acquire Bluepoint, but I don't think that's the home run. I don't know quite who
0: it is, but I think they do, and I think you're like everybody's like, oh. Everybody was like, oh, they acquired <laughs> they acquired BluePoint. I mean, you kind of you kind of discounted that, but they did acquire BluePoint and HouseMark and Nix's Software and yeah, Fire they, Sprite. I mean, it wasn't like a it wasn't you know it wasn't idos right. <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: like the way I was still making baseball metaphors a year ago as I continue to make them today. Yeah. But they Sony played a wonderful game full of small ball. You know, they bunted the runner over, they had squeeze plays going, they had the infield shift on, uh, and they hit it through the gap. Like smart acquisitions, but yes, nothing as splashy as bethesda or even insomniac bethesda by microsoft yeah or insomniac by sony before but some smart acquisitions that i think are going to pay off i would call that like a uh, correct you know like not wrecked but also not correct it's like it's fine
0: yeah no i think you did pretty good there i mean because we had seen obviously we had seen sony purchase insomniac right but they hadn't really been like buying people up like Microsoft was. And yeah, uh, I think that was, you know, it's a pretty, that was a cool ranch prediction. That was, that was pretty cool ranchy, you know? So uh well done. Well done. All right. Now we get, <laughs> now we get to, now we get to, now canotica- we canotica- canosticator. canosticator, canosticator, Yeah, there you go. Canostipated. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was canostipated earlier. No, or, uh, all right. Uh, this is, this one is, is, Yeah. This one's special just for you, Christian. Just for you. PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now are combined into a new service called PlayStation Plow. <laughs> PS Plow, that's the name. That name again is PS Plow. <laughs>
1: Jeff right. <laughs> Jeff no, you're right. You're too early. I think you're too – that's the thing. It's still just a rumor, right? It's yeah, a, it's but a it's Bloomberg, Bloomberg rumor. We know it's
0: happening, Christian. It's Not happening. if I can help it. I am
1: texting all of the C-level uh, suite execs I know we're at Sony, and I'm like, dear God, if, if you are real, <laughs> let Tom Brady score a winning touchdown with 14 seconds left in the game. And also – don't do PS plow. PS
2: plow. <laughs> it's happening.
1: We'll see. But a great cool ranch prediction for sure. Like, and to have that leak, you know, come out this year, it was a great prediction, and it was great fun on the show for an entire year too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: all right. You had one last cool ranch last year, uh, and we'll see if it came to pass. You're going to be eating your words when P.S. Plow happens.
1: Uh, well, you'll be eating your words when Lone Echo 2 is your game of the year.
0: So it wasn't my game of the year. I think it was number three on my list, but pretty close, Christian. Pretty close. I mean, yeah, you just didn't
1: make it game of the year to spite me. That's know,
0: <laughs>
2: like how. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I don't think that was very cool, Ranchi, uh, you know, with my love of of the first Lone Echo. But I I did appreciate that. Um Number three on my list. So yeah, pretty darn close, Christian. Pretty darn close. All
2: right. And now, the final Cool Ranch prediction. Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I have one last
0: Cool Ranch prediction. Okay. Are you ready for this? I mean, I plow me over, buddy. This is, this is the Cool Ranch prediction to end them all. Every game is delayed every single game all of them
2: With
1: that, with that music bed under it you sound like the villain in an uncharted game right
2: like,
0: <laughs> i had so much fun, fun with that one i was like oh my god it is that moment with like the there's like an open fire and you see it reflected in my eyeballs you know and i'm just like cackling eh.
1: jeff jeff we need to get you out of here the iceberg is crashing down it's it's, we're not gonna
2: make it jeff jeff (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i mean they
1: weren't but a hell of a prediction
0: i mean name one game that wasn't you can't do it it can't be done uh Uh, metroid dread yeah no exactly you can't my game of the year it can't be done it's uh, <laughs> impossible. <laughs> uh, and in fact,
1: Jeff was right, and it really pisses Christian off that Jeff was right, and it really pisses Christian off that Jeff was right, and it Cause he was right. Jeff was right.
0: Oh, you know what? Nine years, and it, it was all worth it for just that one moment that, right there.
1: I mean, a great prediction. <laughs> but you swung you swung too hard, and you got a little curveball in there. But yes, a great <laughs> cool rant prediction, my friend. And worth it just for the bumper. Yes. Like,
0: Special thanks to Sean Madigan for that incredible bumper. Uh, and it has been a joy. And you know what? Before your eyes— another one of my games of the year mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh, you cannot name a single game
1: rocket league sideswipe i'm As just I listing said. games i didn't know were coming out
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: and and just because you know just because the year is over doesn't mean that bumper has to go away oh uh, jeff was right we'll be around ladies and gentlemen it will continue i hope
1: so we haven't gone to the predictions yet we'll see
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh that Ladies and gentlemen, was our reckoning from last year. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. I think Christian, you did real well. It's just, you know, I came in there at the end and just just gloriously.
1: I did I had really great accurate predictions and you came in with really funny memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, uh, thanks to everybody, uh, that, uh, that, you know, kept up with us over the year and, uh, kept, uh, reminding Christian that, uh, that, uh, Jeff was right. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Let's move on and talk about some of the games that we know about that are coming in 2022. None. Zero. <laughs> yeah, it turns out they're all delayed. Um, but we, you know, these are all games that were supposed to come out in 2021. <laughs> uh, there are a a number of uh, big anticipated games. In fact, you know, dozens. And we're not going to be able to get to all of the games that we know about. And so many of them, I think, will probably be uh, be pushed. you know, this is this is how video game development works. A lot of these games that that are slated for 2022 might not make it. But- two
1: game of the year sequels, two DLC favorite game of the year sequels
0: are both lined up for the same calendar year. Wow, that's that's true. That's, uh, that's Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok, uh, both of which we thought were coming out last year, or this last year, uh, and both haven't. It, it seems pretty clear that at least, at least Horizon is coming out, right? Because yeah. that's uh, happening in February. I I doubt that game will be pushed. And even if it does get pushed, it probably won't be pushed a few weeks, if anything. Uh, I mean, I, I am very, very, very excited about that game. Um, I think the only downside about horizon forbidden West is that if it had come out, you know, in November of this year, it probably would have won a bunch of game of the year awards, probably ours. You know, I'm I'm guessing the game's going to be fantastic based on its pedigree. Uh, And now this year if it comes out in 2022 it potentially could be just completely ignored by the end of the year by games like starfield and god of war ragnarok and breath of the wild 2 if those games make it in this calendar year which is
1: yeah it could be 2022's resident evil 8 yeah you know like an incredible game that shows the performance of what next gen can be and then the year continues and a few people talk about it and it sells well but it's not you know, the year stopper that it otherwise could have been. But that said, I'm so dang excited for next month because- Me too. Oh Gosh, man. that game looks good.
0: It really, really does. It looks gorgeous. It looks thrilling and fun. It looks like an expansion of what we, as you said, already con- considered to be the best game of the year. The first one came out. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm counting down the days to that. February is going to be chock full of incredible releases, um, but- top of my list for sure is horizon forbidden west um let's talk about some other games that uh, we know about uh, i know one that you are excited for is suicide squad kills the justice league
1: yeah this isn't even a bold prediction i don't think that makes this year that's really? in october it's yeah in october. they announced it within october 2022 i hope i'm right I mean, I hope I'm wrong. Sorry. I hope I'm right. Just to be right. I hope, I hope <laughs> I'm wrong because that gameplay they showed at, I think it was game awards reveal looks fantastic. And I love those characters. I love Harley bang, Harley bang, Harley Quinn eat bang kill Tour, the comic, which is the continuation of the Harley Quinn HBO max animated show. I love captain boomerang and I love that he seems to be a focus at least so far of this game. Um, I, it, I mean, Jeff was right. An October release date to me says, nope
0: (laughs) anything that has an october release date anything that has an end of the year release date is just like you're just you're just pretending that you're coming out this year
1: yeah that's not a certain first person shooter franchise otherwise i'm just like that's not happening this year Uh, (laughs) yes i'm very excited for it whenever it decides to come out
0: (laughs) yeah i mean we've been waiting for a new game from uh rocksteady you know for so long we've been i think there's been a number of of years where we've predicted the new rocksteady game was going to be announced and it Mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't it wasn't um and this i think the it looks more colorful and vibrant more interesting uh than just another arkham game which i'm just glad they're kind of Mm
2: -hmm. breaking
0: out and doing something fresh and visually interesting too um so i i know you're really anticipating that i'm 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 hopeful that it comes out this year. I, I I feel like they waited so long to announce it maybe. But, you know, anytime, like you said, anytime that they, the announcement comes this far from the release date, so much can happen in between.
1: Yeah, like another variant that yeah. really shuts the world down in a big way.
0: Yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah,
1: I, uh, I looked back at our eight years of... Um, game of the year for the show yeah and the first year we actually didn't do a official consensus but i just made it um shadow of mordor because it was on all of our lists um of that year but we didn't do like a hey let's circle the wagons and see what the you know what the shows is mm-hmm. um every year except for last year 2021 it was a third person action game 2021 was the first time the show's game of the year was not a third that's say first person a third person not a third person action game And so, as I was looking at this list for, you know, rumored (laughs) 2022 games, there are a lot of really great third-person action games.
0: Well, (laughs) the reason for that, of course, is that you and I have very different tastes in games, but one big overlap point is that we love third-person action games. Yes. Um, So, it's, you know, where our lists often are very, very different at the top, there's some place in our lists, (laughs) our top The Venn diagram overlaps. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, we tend to, you know, have to compromise on that. Um, and it's cool that, I think it's cool that Forza won this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Ragnarok comes out, uh, you know, I have a hard time believing it won't be completely wonderful. I mean, I think the first, that God of War 2018 reboot game is one of the finest video games ever crafted. You know, I think, I think that Ragnarok, I have complete, uh, complete faith in Corey Barlog and that team. And, and I just think that that game is going to be something special. So. The question is is it going to make 2022 you know i i think that's a big question mark it's slated for 2022 but we know how game development goes so uh, i would i would put the the money on that being our game of show if it makes it mm. uh, but you know maybe it won't and maybe it's not
1: i have uh let's see four that aren't third person action games that i'm super excited about I hit me with the whole like different genre so okay um, I've talked about it on this show last year, 2021. They got a little hands on time with it, and that's Ollie Ollie World. Yeah, the um, game looks great. Very excited for that. And I think it still serves as a breath of fresh air in the dark world uh, many of us still find ourselves in. Um, very excited for that. Oxen Free 2, Lost Signals, um, which looks to be a return to a dark world. <laughs> the first Oxen Free is a. A beautiful game but what a uh it's a gut punch <laughs> it's it's hard to say that that's like a happy game right right um splatoon 3 which i don't know if makes that's the one i probably of of these four i'm least certain of making 2022 i mean also third person action game Well, i mean it's not though right <laughs> it's it's like an yeah. arena shooter right right i think feels different to me and then teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge Mm. which looks so i love brawlers i love beat-em-ups uh i love turtles i have the arcade one-up you know turtles in time and TMNT arcade at home and shredders revenge looks to be doing everything you know visually that i'd want a game to do yeah uh and i think that has a really good chance of hitting this year as well. Cause it's already kind of suffered <laughs> through some delays. Yeah. Um, and I, I think of those four, I think one thing that kind of appeals, Oxenfree again is kind of the outlier, but the other three are bright, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just seem cheery
0: in a way that not all games do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you're going to laugh at me. I probably, and this is a third person action game, but one of the games I'm genuinely most excited about is the avatar game from ubisoft uh frontiers of pandoria i feel like ubisoft Pandora. games
1: they either come out and they're like clockwork
0: or they're skull and bones you know yeah. like, well i think this one is coming out it may not come out this year but it i think it comes out i mean the the movie is supposed to be coming out like for sure uh in december <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It's been delayed a bazillion times, right? <laughs> so
0: maybe that maybe that messes with it in some way. Like maybe the movie gets delayed and so the game gets delayed or maybe the game just gets delayed. But I you know, I'm super excited about the movie. Uh and I think that game the that frostbite engine.
2: It's it, beautiful. It's
0: stunning. And I think it's gonna be I mean, I really I really dig open world Ubisoft games, you know? Um Mortal I'm Phoenix Rising. What? Yeah,
1: I said, I'm, I'm, I'm heads and tails on them. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, yeah, Immortals Phoenix Rising is incredible. Valhalla, I bounced yeah. off super quick. Right, um, Odyssey was fantastic. It's like uh, Ghost Recon, Wildland, one of them I love. The other one I hated. I mean, right. it's a strong word, but like really bounced off. I'm very curious if they reexamine Far Cry 6, I didn't even play. I was just kind of right. burnt out on that. I'm very curious if they re-examine their open world- formula and kind of look to things like halo which is such a lighter approach you know to the collect-a-thon or even horizon i'm curious what horizon forbidden west does um in that genre and if ubisoft does something new here or if it's um the best ubisoft game with the avatar skin is that enough for you or are you hoping they do something new with this new ip that they haven't done anything with before
0: i mean i think i suspect it's going to be uh pretty ubisofty but i think that the that world i if you can fly on those things and and you know get around the world in really interesting ways and it's really beautiful and the combat's cool and maybe there's yeah. elements of being in you know in the avatar and out of the avatar i i just think there's a lot of possibility for the kind of gameplay that i already like to be done in a beautiful fun thrilling way in a new setting and I I mean, a lot of, a lot of people, I I get a lot of crap on, (laughs) on the film cast for my love of Avatar, but I genuinely love that first movie. And I think these sequels are going to be really cool. And I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to being in that world and, and playing around and doing stuff that I like to do in open world games, you know? So I I think it's, I think it's going to be good. And I think they, they're putting tons of money into it, um, you know, it's going to be a showcase for their engine. It's going to be like this, the big kind of next gen coming out party. I, I, I just think there's a lot writing on that game too. And it's going to be good. they are going to make it good. I hope so. I mean, the the other side of
1: of Ubisoft, of course, is the dysfunction and um, yeah. garbage uh, people there. And then also, I think it was, was it December of last year? The article about like the exodus of Ubisoft employees and some because of cultural stuff and some because other studios are just recruiting because some of the best of the best are working there. So they're getting poached and well, I'm curious if any of that upheaval is going to affect um, their
0: pipeline. Well, to be fair, this is massive, right? This the, the developer is right. massive yes. who did division. Yes. Um, yes. So I don't know how, how autonomous they are or how Ubisoft y they are. I, I don't know how all that works. So I, I don't want to speculate, but I also have visited massive uh, a number of times and, they make awesome games i think the division games uh are awesome were awesome started off yeah. a little you know rocky and got even more awesome like i think i i have a lot of confidence in that developer too
1: i will close cab doors on pandora all day
0: you know <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> uh in, in another game you know if it makes this year i kind of feel like there's a question mark uh, if it'll make this year is uh um the uh um marvel uh was it dark suns um, uh yes, um and nice midnight suns midnight suns. midnight suns,
1: yes, yeah, midnight I suns. think
0: that game um, has a potential to be a, a game that I really fall in love with, um, because you know, obviously I love Marvel and I love pharaxis and I love you know tactical RPGs, and I just think you know it could be a game that I really love, but again, <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it come out this year? who knows it's an, it's a late <laughs> 2022 slated release, and that's fraught with peril. I mean, this is a cool core level prediction,
1: but w- with Marvel doing more licensed stuff with X-Men characters, um, like Marvel game studios again, I'm, I, I think we might get a pretty good X-Men style something very soon on, uh, the TV film side of things. Mm, yeah. They're, I mean, obviously, or, or maybe they're just playing with those licenses again, but like they killed them. When Fox owned them. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're getting Wolverine and the X Men are printed front and center and Midnight Suns and some of those characters, same with Fantastic Four. So all of that gets me very excited to see, you know, that coming out party for those characters I love.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a, so, so many games to talk about that are slated for 2022. It's uh, bonkers. It's bonkers. Yes. Um, we have to talk about Starfield, right? Because that game has a date not just not just a not just a window it has a date um of course bethesda studios you know makes things that take a long time puts things out that are buggy often um but they are massive massive games um do you think starfield makes its date maybe i'm stepping on one of your bold predictions but do you think it makes no no
1: it's not yeah the the money's no right (laughs) the money and microsoft has shown i think two um their their testament right like their courage if you want to call it that but like the willingness to delay a major game i mean they launched a new console with kind of nothing you know like they they relied on the catalog and the library and game pass and halo had a long long delay so i think if they showed that willingness with halo and 343 and then acquiring bethesda and still allowing them their independence they have to they have to know there's a good chance that it doesn't
0: see its date, right? I guess, but I also feel like with everything I, I mean i don't know how these internal decisions work, so it's hard to speculate, but it feels like with everything that you know, why write that date in stone? you know why? Why do that to yourself if there's any chance? But I guess, you know, stuff happens. And I mean, why Why does any studio done it?
1: I mean, Midnight Signs, which we just talked about, right, was yeah. announced, given a date, and then immediately delayed. <laughs> yeah, it really was very fast. How <laughs> fast their date was like, ah, no, no. Which is how I play Fraxis Games, by the way. I make a move, immediately regret it, and have to dial it back. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. There's-
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know if – It's such a huge year for all of these games. Breath of the Wild Two is that is that? I get it. It's weird to not try to step on predictions here, but like that Starfield. uh, I mean, if if
0: just massive games, there's there's no way all of these games come out. But
2: you know, unless they
0: do, (laughs) unless they do. But if God of War Ragnarok, Breath of the Wild Two, Starfield, that could those could all come out within weeks of each other at the end of the year um you know suicide squad uh like it could be a massive stacked fall but again not all the i mean marvel's midnight suns might be in there uh whatever nintendo's fall is right like bayonetta
1: 3 is rumored yeah and pokemon's the beginning pokemon's like next week yeah pokemon comes very
0: fast yeah
1: super excited for that um but what's their end of the i mean is it breath of the
0: wild is it I, nothing else that's my else? prediction i like, think i think breath of the wild is their fall game yeah yeah I, I cannot see that game coming out any earlier or we would have already been hearing stuff about it i think um yeah i, I yeah i just don't, yeah i it's a it this year has the what was
1: it 84 or 88 what was the movie year of like all the best movies ever like yeah. th- this but again, year has
0: pe- potential to be that not, for games. I mean, not all of those games are gonna make it it, it just it's just the, the the odds of all of them coming out I, I feel like is very low but
1: if you had to pick one okay you're given of of the games you know announced games for 2022 you can force one to come out this year and then you have to
0: delay one what do you delay and what do you force to release i think i mean I i would force starfield to release because i really want to play that game um, and then, if I had to delay one, it, I mean, I, I am not super excited about Breath of the Wild too, but I think I would force God of War Ragnarok to delay because I feel like, <sighs> I feel like uh, Horizon Forbidden West delaying into February kind of is a good thing for me personally. In that,
1: in that you know, I got to Happy Valentine's I got to, Day, babe. What'd yeah. you get me? Nothing. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> I got to play through Halo at the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got to like. I didn't have to, you know, digest another forty-hour experience at the right at the end of the year when the holidays are crazy and all that stuff's yeah. already happening. So I don't know. I kind of feel like that. If 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 I'm already going to be playing a hundred hours of Starfield, <laughs> I don't need a, a, a sixty-hour Ragnarok to be there as well alongside everything else that's coming out, but. Yeah, it's just yeah, me I personally.
1: No, I think Starfield's the one I would force... I mean, assuming it's baked, right? Like, I'm able to have, like, a, a finished game come out or yeah, a Bethesda yeah, finished game. is not just, like, yes. force it to come
0: out regardless of its state.
1: Yeah. Right. But I think Starfield, I have so many questions because hearing um, Todd Howard talk about it, it's, you know, it's not Skyrim. It's realistic, but it's still the Bethesda DNA. And I feel like, you know, we were talking about um, just a few minutes ago about the uh, um, Avatar and... And it, about that, Ubisoft is going to take a swing and kind of do something different. And it seems like Starfield is that for Bethesda. And I find that super exciting because Skyrim and Fallout are, are very different games. Um, yeah. But with like a, a similar spine, you might say, right. you know, and I'm curious how Starfield kind of fits into that mold. Because when you have two, that's just two. You have three, you have a pattern. And is Starfield a pattern of that? Like, this is the structure, but here's where it lives out on this branch of its own to craft its own thing or starfield i'm just mixing metaphors all over the place is starfield its own book you know something entirely
0: new um if i had from to bethesda if, if i had to guess i think it's gonna be spine and it's just gonna it's gonna have a different tone it's gonna feel mm-hmm. like those games it's gonna feel like you're gonna have all that choice you're gonna have all that role playing you're gonna have these all these different factions to think about and join and stories to explore and different quests to take up and i think it's going to feel like those games it's just going to be you know fallout's future is so bleak and so yeah. dark and and i i'm really hoping that starfield is that hopeful um mm-hmm. more positive take on the future which isn't super present in video games right now or, or any media for that matter because everything is so bleak um so that's what i'm hoping for that it 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 really feels more like um you know like 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 the the positive sort of star trek not star i don't want it to feel like star trek but you know what i mean that the mm-hmm. tone of star trek which is like there's no infinite possibility out there in the stars you know what, what I mean, does, to some extent mass effect one right like, right? like right? Mass effect yeah
2: one
1: was ho- and all of them were a little hopeful until. Kind of the end right, um but there is that like hopeful wonder exploration, and not a you know
0: treasury of
1: this path of revenge,
0: well, I think honestly, I <laughs> mean we haven't talked about starfield at length on the show, and you know we I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole here, but because we've got a lot of other stuff to get to, but I think one of the biggest challenges for them, and I'm so curious how they figure it out is part of the magic of a Bethesda Studios game like Skyrim and Fallout is you are plopped down in this place and you can go anywhere and do anything and it's all seamless and you walk there and you see that mountain, get to the top of it. You see that you know, burnt out subway station, walk to the bottom of it. And yes, there are loading times in all those games, but the world is interconnected and feels like I walk through a door and I go to a place and I look on the map and I walk over here and it it is all a seamless world. How do you do that in space, right? And moreover, how do you do that when if you're going to multiple different worlds? Part of the thing that has always bugged me about games like Mass Effect is a world is like, you know, four rooms in a place, you know? You go to a whole new world and you see, one town there or whatever you know you you the this is the world that has that crazy bar you know (laughs) and it's like well there's more to the world the world than this one location but that's how it is it's like you know skyrim's different cities or fallout's different you know uh locations or 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 suburbs of boston or whatever you know whatever city fallout is located in that in that iteration. Like they all feel different, right? But they're all interconnected. They're all on the map. And I, I have never been sold on this notion that, or it has always felt sort of false to me with the fiction of a science fiction uh premise that you go to a world, a, an entire planet and all you get to see is, you know, what you see in mass effect one, which is like one starport or whatever. Uh, and I think, if they can make it really feel like the universe is is large and, and interconnected and uh, there's more, there's variety even on an, an individual planet, I think that will be a triumph.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing I think that it is hard to do in these role-playing games, right? Because like you mentioned, today, you're landing on a planet. What is this whole planet like if you landed in the port of Los Angeles or, you know, in Long yes. Beach? it's very different than if you,
0: if you're in Cuba or, or yeah, exactly. It's India. In, or, you know, right. India. It's yeah. You, you know, Australia outback or, you know, or the African plains. It's like, it's a planet is varied and interesting and well. And, and, you know, and, and that has always, it always made the universe seem really small when it's like, Oh, it's just, I, I think one spaceport, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of that kind of comes from other forms of fiction where it's a little more acceptable, like star Wars, I don't know what else is on Bespin, right? Right. I'm sure somewhere I've read something about, this. Cloud would be the only city I don't know, and like, or like Tatooine. Yeah, there's right. A, there's one city in Tatooine, except for the other little times where you go somewhere. But like in, in those instances, it works because you're on this hero's journey and it's not about this. It's the whole world per se. It's what this character path is and these interesting places right. they go on, it's not. But in a role-playing game, I kind of want the freedom to go somewhere else. Exactly. track something down. To- and how do they balance that narrative pull and, and
0: then that's, also the exploration? That's what Bethesda games have always been about: is that freedom to go anywhere, right? You you you're in yes. Skyrim and See the you can go go to the mountain. Exactly, right? Like right. Yes. exactly. Yes. So how do you do that on an entire planet or multiple planets? See the planet, go to the planet, and visit the one spaceport. <laughs> that's the problem. That 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 I think is the inherent problem with that kind of fiction. Um, so I don't know. Anyway, that's a lot of talking about starfield but i think it's you know it's clearly 2023's game of the year <laughs> I, yeah 2023 yeah <laughs> yeah um let me take a quick break and thank our sponsor and then there's a few more games i want to get to before we get to our predictions for 2022 um uh, let me thank our sponsor oh hello fresh hello fresh is our sponsor and i love hello hello fresh i made a hello fresh meal for my family yesterday in fact uh and do so multiple times a week three times a week in fact because i'm on the The three time a week plan, Uh, the family plan is what we do. It's awesome. And you know that the holidays can be hectic. You know, the new year is hectic. Why not make things simple? Let HelloFresh make things simple for you with recipes that can cut back on meal prep and cleanup so that you can spend less time in the kitchen and more quality time with your friends and your family. This is what I do. I love being able to cook a fresh meal for my family from scratch. It is such a satisfying feeling to give my family food that I made for them. My kids, I'm like, I made this for you and it expands our diet. Our menu week to week, isn't the same old stuff that, that, you know, if I was left to my own devices and I had to figure out what food we were going to have, I'd come up with the same three or four things over and over because I am terrible at this stuff. But with HelloFresh, I'm getting a choice of over 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week. Now, that can sound overwhelming. It isn't. I have so much fun getting on the app with HelloFresh and picking out my meals week to week, getting you know favorites that I've had from years before, having so much variety to choose from, getting excited about what those meals are going to be in the weeks ahead. And then pre-measured ingredients come to my house, fresh pre-measured, pre-portioned ingredients. These are seasonal recipes. And I don't have waste. I'm not getting more of something than I need. Like if I went to the grocery store and bought stuff for a, a, a recipe that I find, invariably I'm going to have extra that's just going to go bad in my fridge and I'll throw it out and I'll feel bad. No, with HelloFresh, I get exactly what I need. It's pre-portioned. It's easy. The instructions to cook are simple. They've got pictures. It just makes my life... Better. uh I mean, I had stuff like pecan crusted salmon. It's amazing. I mean, I wasn't going to make that without HelloFresh. I love it. And uh they also have, you know, extra stuff like desserts. Pretty cool. You save money. Uh, on average, they say over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery sh- shopping. It's pretty awesome. There's really, uh, I've been, a, you know, a big uh, such an advocate for HelloFresh for years now. I'm, I, I Pay for it every week happily. It saves me money. It makes my life better and it makes me enjoy cooking. So go to HelloFresh.com slash DLC14. Use our code DLC14, DLC14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's quite the deal. HelloFresh.com slash DLC14 and promo code DLC14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. All right, Christian, so there's a few games that are not the sort of big marquee games, but I'm so curious what you think of them. Um, Games like Forspoken, I think that is a big marquee
1: game to some extent, based on Amy and Gary and like the pedigree behind the writing and and story yeah. there. It's a third person action game. I mean, she doesn't have red hair, but it is a female protagonist <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um i'm it is a game that kind of came out of nowhere for me, and I'm super curious about it. it, it because it's not you know this major franchise um i'm not like chomping at the bit for it but because it is a new ip i'm probably rooting for it to succeed more than i am a lot of the other games on this list that feel like safer bets like this is a new entry into my favorite genre of third person action games uh narrative heavy third person action games and i also talk about how i love powers right like games that use powers And this seems to have all of those things. I'm very
0: hopeful for it.
2: Where do you kind
1: of
0: land on it? I'm really hopeful for it. I keep seeing, you know, videos, they've shown a a bunch of gameplay for it and it looks really awesome. It looks up my alley. And yet there's this little voice in the back of my head that gets a little worried about it. And Hmm. I don't know what that's based on, but I definitely feel like there's a potential for that game to be disappointing. And I don't know Hmm. what that uh uh-oh feeling is, is coming from, per se, because it looks gorgeous. It looks like, you know, AAA all the way. It it, it is, as you said, it comes from developers we like. Um, I just don't, there's something about it that makes me a little worried. I hope I'm Mm. wrong because, again, I like these kinds of games. Yeah, my only reservation initially was
1: like how much talky there kind of seemed, like she Mm. seemed so impressed by herself, but like (laughs) it seemed like late game stuff from like, you've been doing this for 10 hours now. You know what you're doing. Um but then Guardians came out and showed me that like talking self-doubt for fifteen hours can be very fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Um anyway, that game is slated to be out in May, which I think is actually pretty darn good uh time frame for it because it feels like I'll have time to kind of enjoy that game. It won't be up against a bunch of other Oh. We'll see if it slips, but
1: <laughs> yeah i thought I thought they released it as it may come out in twenty twenty two I thought mean, that's true really that's <laughs> all games
0: that's all games <laughs> um the other big question mark for me that I want to know what you think about is redfall because we both love Arcane studios uh this is Bethesda's you know arcane's big uh, new i p uh I, I what do you think you think Redfall is going to be a game that you are in love with? I hope so,
1: but I'm I, I guess maybe this is my forespoken. Um I I really want to be, but there's a little voice in the back of my head and I think it's because I don't know what it is yet. Mm. Um I'm curious if it's leaning more into the um competitive stuff that was in um Deathloop, you know, like is our one people vampire. It's like we saw that really stylish CG trailer and there's been some more information out about the game, but not a whole lot like for spoken, We've seen a lot of gameplay. Redfall is still a big question mark for me. And I think the only other reason I'm a little like fingers crossed, but not, you know, chomping at the bit, circling the date on my calendar and being like, if everything holds, I'm taking the day off work today, you know, kind of thing was then going back from Halo to Deathloop and having that shooting feel just a little off, mm. you know, not quite as smooth, which is kind of unfair, I think. Where it's like Halo three four three nailed classic Halo feel, but then also gave you the grapple shot, <laughs> right. you know. But something about Deathloop going back to it there to to wrap it up before the end of the year last year, it, it just it, it felt uh, dishonored. You know, it felt that there's a feeling to those games that I think maybe as a controller player. They've never quite quite felt as smooth to me. Um, All that said, the atmosphere, the environment, the characters, the animations, the vibe they're laying down with what they're showing with Redfall is all 100% up my alley. So I hope it has that, you know, elements of beautiful inventiveness and level design and kind of find your way and then I hope it's not overly reliant on people better than me coming into my game and killing me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, A couple of other games that uh, are at the top of my list of excitement, Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I love that first Mario plus Rabbids game. Um, And I, I, I have a spark of hope that this will come out this year and will be uh, a, a joy. Uh, and in the same vein, you know, with the sort of turn-based uh, sort of tactical game, Metal Slug Tactics is a mm. game I'm very, very excited for as well. Um, are there any other? Uh, yeah, Another big question mark. I don't know if it's coming out this year. Probably not coming out this year. I, I'm really excited about Sonic Frontiers. I'm super hopeful that game is good yeah i think i think
1: that'll make this year if i i mean i think it was supposed to be last year originally like it was a delay um even announcing it kind of got delayed as they realized they wanted to hit 2021 um i'm very curious about that because i loved what they've done with the 2d sonics and i'm curious if if they can nail a 3d sonic that'd be phenomenal
0: yeah Uh, any other things you want to bring up um as we i
1: mean it, it's a big, it's a big AAA game, but I'm very. Cu- I mentioned Suicide Squad a lot because of the two. I think that's the one I'm most excited about. But uh, Gotham Knights has me very intrigued. I'm curious mm-hmm. how they handle the multiplayer approach. It's also interesting that Suicide Squad is the continuation of the Arkham franchise, but yet it doesn't have Batman prominently featured in it. And Gotham Knights d- has all of the Bat family prominently featured in it, but yet it is not. They say of that universe so i'm curious how it kind of handles that because it looks tonally it looks like the arkham games the way the suits are um exist in that world look like an extension of that um but apparently it's not of that universe and i'm curious how that and if if it leans into a games as service style approach i have a lot of question marks but i really loved um their last uh, Arkham Origins after it got some patches. I thought it was a phenomenal game with a great story. So that is kind of the, a, a big curiosity for me as Gotham Knights.
0: It feels weird that that game isn't out yet. Just, it, it feels like we heard about it so long ago. And it, it just feels, I don't know. I, this is unfair of me to even say, but it just feels like, you can make, just make another Arkham game, right?
1: <laughs> it's like, it's, but, but that's not what it is. So I, that's the thing. But but I agree because it looks like it. Everybody's like, well, is, it's another Arkham. But they're like, no, it's not. It's multiplayer. Yeah. It's, you know, all these other yeah. things. It's a different universe. And you're like, okay, cool. So it's another Arkham game?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That one, to me, is so not on my radar. I, I, it just feels like it already came out. It, it feels like been there, done that. And I know everything you've said is totally true. It's not. It's not. But Of the two, I'm so much more interested in Suicide Squad, even though so much less interested in the Suicide Squad IP, you know, than I am the Batman IP, of course.
1: Total sidebar. And I mentioned it as a parting gift once on this show. And I think the fourth issue came out not too long ago. After it finishes its run, you need to go read the Batman 89.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: You will. It's phenomenal. Really? And it's like a continuation of um, Batman Returns. It's
0: phenomenal. Uh, we can't not talk about Elden Ring, even though I don't think it's a game either of us are super interested in.
1: We can not talk about it so we have Anthony for at the end. Of yeah, that is why
0: we have <laughs> Anthony. The the year. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's probably at you know, other than Starfield, it's probably the most anticipated game of twenty twenty two. Maybe Breath of the Wild in there as well, but um, you know, people I'm are. Hopeful.
1: I mean, Sekiro was my most played Xbox game the year it came out. There you, you know, go. Like, yes, I played other platforms, but I put a lot of time into that game. So I, I, I'm intrigued, but I'm not a huge, um, uh, I want to say Tolkien. Oh my gosh, that's how big of a nod. I'm not a huge. George um, R. R. Martin. Yes, I, I like his stuff, but I'm not a, a rabid fan. So that yeah. doesn't do anything for me. But I think it does for a lot. I'm surprised you're not more high on that because I think you are kind of, a, I mean, you were a yeah, big. I am.
0: I, I suspect he had only a marginal input into that game you know who knows but it's just it's just so from softwarey, uh and, hmm. and i i i flirted with getting into so- from <laughs> software games and just it's never been my jam even as much as you know I, I got into dark souls 2 for a while and and yeah we need dan to play with you exactly. i feel like that's that's yeah. your
1: that's your uh, fireplace in or yeah whatever
0: <laughs> uh, there you know there are so many Games, one could even say that there are, but you know, there's, we're going to miss tons that I'm sure people are really excited about, especially indie stuff. I know that thank you for bringing up Ali Ali World and some of those other indie games. I know there's a bunch of indie games that, uh, I'm, I'm super excited about, uh, that are coming out. I mean, even Sifu, like that's just in a few weeks. Yeah. Super excited about that game. I've heard really good things about it. Jeff Grubb, I was talking to him and he was. He's already played it. He says it's really great. Um, So. And then all the stuff we don't know about the Metroid dreads of this year. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how much of that is going to happen this year. I feel like there's going to be less hmm. of the, we didn't know it was coming and here it is in this year stuff. I just feel like with the way game development has gone the last couple of years because of COVID, I think that's going to happen less and less. But maybe all I'm the wrong.
1: devolver stuff, maybe. I mean, I feel like they've only released hits. Yeah. You know, like if you look at their catalog, it's pretty impressive. And I don't know if we know. I know they had their showcase, but like, I feel like they always have a surprise or a Death's Door or yeah. an inscription. You know, like yeah, the indie stuff
0: is much more. Uh, you know, a much shorter PR cycle, so it, mm-hmm. there's less multiple year, you know, teasing of, of that kind of stuff, and and I think that's great. Uh, so there's more surprises, but and there's always surprises in the year. Uh, I just think it's going to be less this year because of just the way game development is taking forever. But one of the things we don't do every year, and I, I should remember to do every year, but I'd like to do this year is have you predict what your game of the year is going to be. Not not our show's joint game of the year, but what do you think Christian Spicer is going to have at the top of your top five come the end of December, 2022. If they come out,
1: I think it will, there's a good chance that it could be suicide squad or God of war. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not full throated that either come out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm not up here roaring and, you know, as Simba is the new King that these games are coming out. I think God of war might have the heavier burden on it. Like what 2018 did the single shot, you know, bringing fresh air to a franchise that I loved, but was, you know, dormant. Um, And can Ragnarok be more of the same and still blow me away the same way? I think so. But like Suicide Squad, it's been so long since I've had an Arkham game that they just need to give me that combat really good again. (laughs) And I think I'll
0: love it. What about you? I, again if it comes out starfield? i think it's starfield yeah i, I would yeah. be shocked if it wasn't uh if that game comes out and it you know lives up to the legacy of of bethesda studios i i would be shocked if i don't love that game but you know there's do you think there's any chance do you think there's any chance at cyberpunks there, i think there's absolutely that chance i think there's absolutely that chance i i i have more confidence well, it's easy to say now because I had a lot right. of I had a lot of confidence <laughs> in C D Project Red. But um I just think you know I I, I think it's a le- oh, lesser. Sorry, of hold a, on. <laughs> just I don't of, know if you heard that.
1: I don't know. There's an echo dot in this room and it just started yelling at me. Oh, I, I don't
0: right. know what it was saying. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh Alexa, what's our game of the year gonna be next
2: year? <laughs> yeah.
0: no. Uh I just set up a bunch of people's. I'm sorry, everyone. Um but uh yeah, I mean I I think that is a, a that is a real possibility. I I definitely think here's here's the path for Starfield disappointing me personally. If it's about sort of getting in a spaceship and fiddling around with the specifics of propulsion, you know, this way and that way,
1: You're just making Lana mad. <laughs> I,
0: I do feel like I'm describing and describing <laughs> outer wilds but um but 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 that's what i mean like if it's if it's like simulate a near future i want what i want is the fantasy of space hmm. travel not the difficulty of space travel
1: well i mean but skyrim wasn't riding the horse even the way red dead was right you know exactly like
0: yeah, no that's I what think, I want. I want to I want to feel awesome, right? I want I want yes. to Skyrim and Fallout even make you feel awesome even when Fallout, you know, your guns are breaking and degrading and things <laughs> like that. You, you're still awesome because you're constantly finding new things and repairing your stuff and you know, so that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it's it's much more uh the 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 fantasy, the fun, the, you know, be the kind of person you want to be in space. Um, but there's a lot of question marks to that game. I, 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 I definitely think I could come the end of the year, next year, I could be saying it's my biggest disappointment. Um, I hope that's not the case, but.
1: Wow. I hope it flosses that needle of, uh, the narrative stuff that always, I always seem to get hung up on in, um, Bethesda games of like, go find your son. It's the most important thing. And also open this barber shop. <laughs> and it, I know it's a me thing, yeah. but I think like outer worlds, and some other games have struck that balance that I really liked. And I, I I'm curious to see Bethesda take another swing at it. Um, cause Skyrim kind of, if I remember it correctly, and I'm not the person that has replayed it, you know, every time it releases, but I think it, it allowed for more of that and fallout specifically. I, I I've always struggled with that of like this gargantuan earth shattering task you need to do. Or do you want to build a fort for 20 hours? And I'm like, I kind of do.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's very specific to you. That, that Yes, it, yes it is. Yeah, but I don't, even, I don't even know what the goal of Starfield is going to be, right? What is the story of it? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a farming sim and you're planting stars in a field. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think that's another way it could be uh, disappointing to me if it, if it gets real um, survival-y. You know, mm, where you're worried about your oxygen and you're worried about your food supply and all that stuff. All the tedium. Uh, Again, I will say I like the tedium of Bethesda games of managing my inventory and deciding what weapon is better and all all that, that kind of tedium. I eat up with a spoon, but the tedium of, you know the the survivally kind of stuff and yeah. managing the specific engine of your ship and all of that stuff can get a little
1: which they've played dry. with in 70 i have not gone back to 76 and forever um but that had elements of that right like yeah. food and shelter and yeah. crafting and that kind of approach that's interesting i hadn't thought about that i'm curious i'm curious how much it leans into that right um And I wonder if I ever leave my home planet. Well, there you go. That was a good question.
0: Uh, All right. uh, Let's get to what everybody's been waiting for, which is uh, us uh, making fools of ourselves for this year. uh, No, I did good last year, bro. You did good. You did good. I will admit it. You did good. Spistronomus uh, beat the (laughs) Conosticator. Although I came in strong at the end. We'll see how I do this year. So good. Uh, So good. Let me thank our last sponsor, which of course, you know. Squarespace. Uh man, if you have any reason to make a website, and let's face it, at some point we all need a website for something, whether it's making a blog or or advertising your work or just putting up a portfolio or starting a business or uh, having a business that you already have selling stuff online, you're going to need a website at some point. And there's really no reason why you can't make it yourself. Squarespace gives you the tools to be able to make it yourself, easily create a website that's beautiful, that stands out. How, you ask? Well, you start with their awesome templates. These are templates created by expert designers. And then you just start messing around, dragging, dropping, making stuff your own. It's so simple. The tools are really easy to use. You don't have to learn HTML. You don't have to pay someone to make you a website. You can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. Do you want e-commerce functionality? Just drag and drop it right in. All of a sudden, you can sell stuff online. Customize the look and feel, all the settings, all the products. Just a few clicks allows you to do all of that. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. You don't have to worry about it. You don't ever have to update or patch anything. I'm telling you, it's the easiest way to make a website. So when you are ready to, to, to make a website, all you got to do is head over to squarespace.com slash JeffSentMe. You get yourself a free trial. And then when you're ready to launch that website, use our offer code JeffSentMe, J-E-F-F-S-E-N-T-M-E, all one word. You save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. It's a great place to buy domains as well. You should check out their front end for buying domains. So simple. Over 200 extensions. It's great. Thank you to Squarespace for supporting DLC. Use Squarespace. Squarespace.com slash Jeff sent me and the promo code Jeff sent me for 10% off. All right. It is time, Christian. It is time. Let's start bold and get to Cool Ranch. Uh, you are welcome, my friend. To start us off with your first bold prediction for 2022.
1: Yeah, I texted you this. I think I have six. Oh, man, this year's hard. Um, It always stinks to be like, oh, I did okay last year and then weighed into this. Um, My first one, my friend, my bold, my first bold prediction and one where I win either way. I either win because I'm right or I win because I'm wrong and that it's that game pass gets a price increase
0: oh no i don't want you to be right boo start we talked about all
1: the reasons why i think it might happen yeah. on this show
0: i think this is not the year that happens honestly i think i they're, hope so. they're still in the race you know they're still in the thick of it and i think uh i think what's actually going to happen is when playstation plow comes out you know there's going to be this this price war and then microsoft won't be able to up up uh, up the price but maybe you're right i i hope you're right i
1: see some oh i'm not going to keep talking what am i doing no i it's like x cloud officially comes out of beta you know there's some there's yeah. some nugget of a price increase somewhere but not you know or if you're locked in don't worry or they'll announce it you know like next year it'll go up to this much so buy a bunch now or something like that but i think like we're on the cusp of that
0: yeah all right good bold prediction uh, i mean in, in the sense that it's depressing <laughs> But good. Uh, All right. My first bold prediction, I guess I'm doubling down a little bit from last year. But I will say, I think this year Nintendo is all in on Breath of the Wild 2. It is their fall game. It actually comes out this fall. And it is the tentpole. It's basically all they've got. There's no Metroid Prime 4. Metroid Prime 4 is a, a 2023 game. And Breath of the Wild 2. And I will also double down and say, as I said last year, it ain't called Breath of the Wild 2 when it releases. It'll have some other name. You know, the, the Stones of Fate. The Runes of, you know, Legend of Zelda. Runes of Glory or whatever it is. It's going to be yeah, I,
1: yeah,
0: a different title. And it will be their big fall game. And it will be pretty much the only fall game that Nintendo puts out.
1: I love that as a bold prediction, even though you've had that uh, several years <laughs> running now. I think the least bold part about it is the name thing because I think Zelda 2 is the only sequeled, numbered sequel Zelda, right? Like yeah. Maj- Majora's Mask, they give them new names. I right. agree. The only way I could see them not doing it is that they want to build on the brand of you know Breath of the Wild, but I don't think they need to. I think the Zelda brand is strong enough that they don't need... It's not like... When uh, For car folks out there, um, Land Rover started branding all all of their different models a Range Rover. And it's like, you can't do that. It's like the Range Rover Evoque, the Range Rover Sport, the Range Rover. Well, they can't all be Range Rovers when they're built different platforms. Anyway, that's a specific reference for specific people. Um, I don't think Zelda needs that. So yes, I agree. New name. I hope you're right that it's this year. I could see another Mario something, though. Not... And I, I could see Splatoon three getting pushed to fall. I could see something else mm. coming out in that space.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, do you, do you think that if you had to pick, if you had to predict, do you think that Breath of the Wild two or whatever they call it, uh, it comes out this year?
1: It's not one of my predictions, but back to a corner in this moment, I would say yes. It's yeah. it's been a while. Yeah, right? I think it's
0: I think it's their big game for this year. All right. What is your bold prediction number two? From bleak to optimistic, uh, consoles are
1: generally available come Black Friday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what Usually wouldn't be bold to say you can actually buy a thing in a store, but you know, these are the times we live in. To
1: be fair, I didn't say which console, so it might be Xbox 360s. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can still get the Series
1: S. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think, I think we'll see that, uh, you know, yeah. by Black well, honestly,
0: I honestly think you're right. I actually think this is, this is a uh, prediction that will come true. I think the supply chain stuff will be sorted in a year and God, I hope I'm right. I hope you're right. I hope we're both right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, living through another year of that would be just rough for everybody. Uh, all right. That's, that's good. Bold prediction. Um, here's my second bold prediction. Chrono Trigger Remake announced for a 2023 release. And that, that, I feel like that was
1: teased for Game Awards. Like I was hearing rumblings of, of that. Like it's going to be a Sony exclusive
0: and this, yeah. that, and the other. Um, I think it's a full I, remake like Final Fantasy VII Remake. I think it is not near. I think they're, they'll are they tease it for t- end of 2023. And it'll probably uh-huh. get pushed even farther than that. But yeah, I don't think it's near. It'll be NFT based. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. But I think it'll be announced this year.
1: Interesting. Okay, I'd make a lot of people happy. I'm curious. I don't know. It's off of my head. Is this year like is 2022 an anniversary year for the franchise? I don't, I don't even know. know either. But I,
0: I just think that that could be interesting. I think the Final Fantasy Seven remake did so well, and yeah, you know, I think it's going to happen now.
1: Yeah. All right. I like that. You're up. Uh, um. Uh. My third bold prediction. Another major franchise goes free to play, at least for a mode, and I don't mean like mm. some throwaway thing, but like Halo, right? Yeah. Halo Infinite. People talk about game of the year. It was on one of my five favorites. Um, like, but the whole package is incredible, and it's kind of like, well, part of that isn't the package, you know? Like, the, you you can go onto Steam and download Halo Infinite multiplayer for free, nothing else required. Yeah incredible In. incredible
0: um what i think franchise I'm, is primed for that though what i mean didn't call of duty has done something similar already right
1: yes i mean i think battlefield is primed for it yeah. perhaps but battlefield with, is like
0: with, all multiplayer they can't just give that Vince away it's
1: over there like maybe portal just becomes free to play portal no but battlefield oh, oh i see yeah yeah That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, bad name <laughs> yeah or as, as i keep talking now um Ubisoft actually does it, right? They've been rumblings about it. Mm. Um, which is why it's bold and not cool ranch, but like they do the the free to play Assassin's Creed that has expansions that you buy or something like that. Um, I think the
0: next expan- I think the next Assassin's Creed is the opposite of free to play. I think the next expan- uh, Assassin's Creed is like it's a subscription oh. service. Or I mean, I'm not. This is not an official prediction. The of free
1: to play games are rarely free to play. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but I think it's going to be. I think like Genshin, Genshin Genshin Impact. Gosh, I can't talk. Yeah, I mean, by all accounts, is a fantastic game that monetizes somewhat respectably and is a behemoth. And I have to think that other games are looking at that not just as a Breath of the Wild like, but also
0: as a AAA free to play game. Yeah. Make all of the monies. Yeah. I, I think that's a really solid prediction. I think, and, and certainly Halo has shown the way, right? I think that it, 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 undeniable that a lot of more people played that game than would have if it was a $60, $70 product. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll stick with uh, Microsoft for my next bold prediction, which is Gears of War six is announced. Again, Mm -hmm. not for this year, but 2023 or beyond. And it's open world. Open world, Gears of War.
1: Leaning into what they tease in five. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Sign me up. I could see it being like Halo gear, Halo open world, right? Not not full assassin's yeah. creed but like right it has bigger. more
0: it has more yeah it, it's more directed sort of campaigny. but you can go and do things with, that you want to you have to close up uh you know uh, what are they called yeah. holes the it's, the emergence holes um and you got to do that sort of a basis do that
1: and then that becomes your base yeah, and yeah
0: yes um and i think gears of war kind of needs something it it, it, yeah it needs to be reinvented a little bit you know like halo did like halo did yeah and maybe in the same way come on coalition there you go there you go (laughs) i like that gears guys (laughs) (laughs) marcus phoenix like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i like
1: that that's a good one thanks um this is this is just when i wrote this down it felt bold you might yell at me and say it's not bold enough um because maybe they've said it, but I think we've talked about it a little bit. PS Plow doesn't add day one AAA games this year. No day one AAA games to PS Plow in 2022.
0: Really? You think, not any, not even, not any? Not day one AAA games. Okay. I mean, I I can imagine them not adding like the gods of wars of the world and, you know, like the big marquee stuff, but you don't think any... I, A- I think this is the year that sony cashes those checks yeah
1: for those AAA 70 dollar games that haven't come out yet right and i think if they get forced into day one it'll come later That's i I don't think it's this year
0: all right well we shall see we shall see i i i'm hoping you're wrong on that one too because i like me I'll some say. day one triple <laughs> I will happily subscribe to plow uh, I will happily have two subscriptions if, if, you know, if it's some yes. uh, you know, Amazon prime, Netflix kind of situation. Um, uh, all right. That's, that's a good one. Bold, bold, bold. Uh, all right. Here's another one that yeah, I know you're going to make fun of me for, uh, for kind of doubling down, but, but I think this is actually bold to say PSVR two does release in 2022. Whoa. I still think Half Life Alex is a launch <laughs> title. And I will I will add something else to make it more than just last year's same <laughs> prediction. There will also be a launch title from Insomniac.
1: Okay, so I like this prediction. I will reveal that I had that as a cool ranch prediction. Ooh. I had Insomniac as a PSVR two game. Ooh. I don't have it as a launch game, but I, I went so far as to make that Cool Ranch because insomniac already seemingly has a full plate they do I know The studios expanded but they've announced spidey to wolverine but i agree i think we're getting an insomniac psvr2
0: game nice we're on the same page i i think it's a launch title i think they're gonna uh, launch with some it may not be like a big you know th- you know 10 15 hour 30 hour game i think it may be a, a, a you know because insomniac for you know before spidey they did a bunch of really smaller things, you know. They were kind and of experimenting. Some great VR things. things too. Yeah, great VR things. Yes, absolutely great. You know, uh, Feral Rights and um, um, uh, Edge of Nowhere. Uh, great games. Edge of Nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think they've got the the internal teams that know VR, mm-hmm. and I think that Sony's going to be like, do it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it could be their Batman, right? Like, yes, the Arkham experience such a fantastic entry point to VR. Like you are putting on the cowl, right? And I could see insomniac doing something similar um ooh, ooh, now you make, I can't now wait you for your you predictions Spider-Man. yeah uh yeah that'd be fun <laughs> um uh this is also a double down i have my last two bolts are kind of like continuations of uh other ones but i, I think microsoft makes another sizable acquisition i went from mm. sony last year to microsoft this year i don't think they're done yeah i don't know if it's I said IDOS last year, I'll say it again (laughs) next year. But for Microsoft,
0: I think they have another pop in them. Um, I almost had this. uh, I think this, uh, they've kind of talked um, in various interviews about still being actively interested in making acquisitions. Like that's part of their strategy. So I, I almost put this down and I almost called my shot on IO Interactive. Yeah, because they're working on IO has announced that they're working on an Xbox exclusive game, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but they're possibly, you know, possibly means that they're talking to Microsoft and Microsoft could be like, "We love this game so much, we want to buy you." You know,
1: they're also working on a bond, and there were rumors now of GoldenEye achievements leaking. Yeah, um, for Xbox, so maybe there's some other, you know, conversation there as well. Yeah.
0: Well, supposedly um, this Xbox exclusive game is multiple years away but it's like a dragon IP, like some dragon based thing, which like scale bound, sign me up, (laughs) scale bound, (laughs) but sign me up for uh, io interactive, making some sort of dragon game.
1: Yes. But it's actually just agent 47 pretending to be a dragon. Um, (laughs) It's a LARPing. It's a LARPing level. (laughs) Amazing.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: I like that. What's your, do you have any other bowls? I do. I I have uh, two more.
0: Uh, Okay. This one uh, I think it's not super likely, <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. Ubisoft announces a game with a Marvel license.
2: Okay. I'm wondering, have they not already? I think
1: they did a Star Wars.
0: Yeah. They've announced a, they've Star, announced Wars. a Star Wars. And they got the Avatar. I think, I think Marvel yeah. is like you know play in the field you know what i mean i think everybody yeah. is uh coming to the table and marvel's like sure we got characters who do you want you know i think uh i think ubisoft making it a marvel game i don't know what marvel character but i think uh ubisoft could could emerge with a with a marvel game
1: i just need to go through and look at all of your and john drake's twitter interactions <laughs> to get <any> clues. <laughs> do you have any more bowls? i have one more okay. And it, again, it's kind of the opposite of one I had last year, kind of like the Microsoft. And now this one is gaming isn't a focus for Apple's headset. Um, oh, I think we hear more about their AR or VR headset this year. And despite last year thinking that they would make gaming a big focus for Apple TV, which they did not, I, I think gaming might exist on this headset but I don't think that's how they're positioning it. I've just kind of, I love Apple Arcade. I still play Wonder Box, Adventure Maker pretty regularly. NBA 2K22 is a fun, I just play, you know, like a classic season mode on it. It's a fun diversion. Um, but I, I I think that this thing is continues the Apple tradition <laughs> of not being gaming focus,
0: unfortunately. Interesting. Wow. I hope you are wrong, but it it could very well be, you know, I mean, they're interested in like, fitness and lifestyle and meetings yeah, and that kind of like yeah, enterprise stuff. I think yeah.
1: games will exist on it, but I don't think it will be like Oof. the index is a gaming device, right? Yeah. That you can also do things. On. I think even the quest is a gaming device that,
0: yeah, but the, uh, you know, um,
1: they're trying to position as something else. The,
0: uh, HTC introduced that new headset. That's yes. not gaming at all. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, here's my last bold, um, I think this is kind of fun. Um, Microsoft's E3 event has a fable reveal. A lot of Starfield. But the big mic drop game at the end of the show is Machine Games' Indiana Jones game. Mm. That's the big one more thing that they show.
2: You know that
1: scene in Indy where he uses a gun? This is a whole game of that.
0: (laughs) I'm super excited for that Machine Games and Neon Jones game. I don't think it it comes this year at all, but I think that's what they...
1: They Starfield it. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's the big mic drop. Like, a lot of the conference is Starfield. A lot of the conference... You know, maybe we we... I think we get a Fable reveal and there's lots of other stuff. You know, and yes, Starfield coming out this year. Big, 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 you know, section of the whatever E3 event is. But I think they're big like, oh, and one more thing. One thing to leave you with. And it's we see a hat, we see a whip, and then we get some actual like either cinematic trailer or gameplay. Yeah. Super iconic potential moments
1: there. Right. For like, can we have one more thing that goes dark and you hear the score come up where you hear the whip crack or Harrison Ford walks out on stage. Is there Keanu moment or something like that? Like, yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah.
0: All right. So there you have it. Those are our bold predictions, but you know what? We do not stop at bold. No, sir. No, sir. We add even more f- flavor. We, we, go, we go even farther. We assault your mouth.
2: <laughs> and again,
0: <laughs> again, we say it every year. Frito-Lay Corporation. Dur- Doritos. Uh, the sponsorship is right there. It's sitting right in front of us. Come on. And we know that you've said no for eight years. Yeah, it's but been maybe eight this year. years of no's. But maybe this is the year. Maybe you heard it at the beginning of the show. Maybe this is the year. So you know, you know, Please. in our uh, in our subreddits, <laughs> people were suggesting that we should move on from Cool Ranch and go to. I guess uh, Doritos announced a new flavor that's like spicy. You know, super hot. Uh, something crazy. Mm. You know, something even mm. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we're sticking with Cool Ranch. Eventually,
1: I mean, I'd love to see what those predictions are. It's like <laughs> I breathe fire out of my butt. <laughs> you know,
0: like all the Jeff games, how to fly All your games will explode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool Ranch, Christian Spicer, Cool Ranch me up.
1: Uh, as I mentioned for Bold, that I thought consoles would be available on Black Friday. This is the year where I think that we get announced a new PS5 SKU.
0: Whoa. Okay.
1: I don't think they care that they're hard to find that they've been hard to find. I don't know if it, I don't think we get it this year. Is it like a mini, think, like a,
0: a PS5, uh, you know, uh, slim?
1: That's the, that's the obvious guess. The thing that soured me on this, when I started putting this list together, which I kind of like my faves of the year, I tinker with all year. Cause I think it's fun, you know, to be like, Ooh, and then something comes out. They announced face plates, right? Yeah, already. Yeah. Um. So that kind of was like, Oh, maybe they won't do that. Cause they haven't even started selling those. Or they just started selling them yet. But I think tech is still progressing, right? And so if they can shrink things down and save some bucks and get a new SKU out, um, I think they will. And I don't think they'll care that they can't. Just like Microsoft last year, excuse me, released a limited edition console when uh, Series X, when all Series Xs were (laughs) limited edition.
2: Yeah,
0: right.
1: So that's that's my first cool ranch is that we get a new PS5 SKU.
0: Well, well, my first cool ranch... I see your PS five SKU and raise you an Xbox SKU because my Ooh, first cool okay. ranch is Microsoft announces a new Xbox SKU that is streaming only. Okay. I get nervous when we're,
1: I like the uh, predictions we make where the other person immediately says no. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I could definitely see this happening, right? They've hinted at it, teased at it. Or the only other way I think this maybe not this year, but it's not they don't even bother with the the Roku style box. It's just like it's available on LG displays.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that a lot and and clearly they're they're wanting to go there. I just think that it's too early for that. Um I just don't think that 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 really happens. I I do think there is a a hockey puck Roku style Xbox that's super cheap that gives you streaming only yeah it comes bundled with you know a month of game pass that's now more expensive (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i I think this is one of those ways for them to combat uh scarcity and they just like strip out all the expensive bits inside the thing you know i don't know yeah it work
1: yeah I like that. I I would certainly buy one even though I don't need one just cuz I'd be curious to see how it worked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Your second Cool Ranch. This is more
1: optimistic than anything else.
0: Um Bobby is out at Activision. Yeah, I I think that's the saddest part is that it has to be Cool Ranch. Like it's it has to be it's Cool and unlikely. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that should but be man, like I hope so. It should be bold at most. It should be sort of obvious at least, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, lasting change, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I mean, I sort of feel like it would have happened already, <laughs> but if it was going to happen, you know, but, uh, yeah, here's hoping. I feel like he, you know, clearly, uh, uh did you see that, uh, after that, um, um, Maxine Glizzo, how do you pronounce her name? The, mm-hmm. the he was in mm-hmm. her little black book. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. What a scumbag. All right,
2: anyway, we need to editorialize. Uh, my next Cool Ranch prediction is, well,
0: I'm going to go with this one because you've kind of already said it and you didn't even, you, it, for you it was bold, I think. Uh, but I'm going I'm to put it in Cool Ranch because I think it's, it is Cool Ranch. Apple's VR headset is announced at WWDC for release in early 2023. Okay. I think we get yeah. we get the Apple VR headset this year announcement. It's you know at the end of the year WWDC's at the end of the year and it'll be available early 2023 making 2023 the year of VR cuz the PS VR2, Apple's VR headset, I think there will actually also be another Oculus headset and the VR will like really hit its stride in 2023.
1: It's hard to challenge that. I mean, I think we were on another show, and I predicted that it was going to come out in 2020. Uh, (laughs) Apple's, so I'm not going to argue on a couple more years. I'm super excited to see how they enter that space. Um, It's something they've been clearly toying with for a long time, and I'm I'm very excited to see how they how they enter it.
0: Me too. I I really think that could be the shot in the arm that that the whole technology needs is Apple getting into that race, and I, I hope they do it right. I'm I'm scared that they're I'm scared that your other prediction is right. Which is like, they don't, they don't really care about gaming, but they've got Apple Arcade.
1: Right. Even if they don't care about it, it can thrive on the platform, right? Yeah. I mean, gaming on iPhones has thrived. Yeah. Even though Apple hasn't, you know, right. pushed it internally as hard as I, I hoped they would. Yeah.
0: All right. You're up for a cool
1: ranch. Cool ranch number three. Um, please Lord, please. Metroid prime comes out to switch, even if it's just a re
0: re-release of one,
1: like just come, please. I think that tr- the
0: trilogy please. that, that long rumored uh, uh, trilogy uh, up res, I think that's a pretty good bet for this year.
1: Well, it's, it's only cool ranch now because it w- it felt bold two years ago. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and the longer it takes, like I, again, as dread, you know, found its way at the, my top spot. And now I'm playing um, Fusion and Zero again on my analog. I love Samus. I love Metroid. And the Prime games forever hold an even more special place in my heart. Um, They're so great. And I almost hooked up my Wii U to replay them. Like that's how desperate I was. Um, Yeah. I, I, I really hope I get something in the Prime franchise this year.
0: Yeah, I, I, think that's a, the, I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty viable prediction to, to, to say that, that the trilogy or at least the first Metroid Prime comes out. I will tell you this, I don't think they're full remakes. I think it's going to be ba- barely up I, I don't think there'll be a lot of futzing with them that they do. I mean, the first
1: one was 480, P, I know. you know 720p so yeah. like I've been beaten down for so long that I'm okay with that <laughs> as long as it's not 60 bucks and only available
0: for a month or something
1: right.
0: you know? <laughs> yeah all right uh, I will stick in the Nintendo realm my next cool ranch is that the next big Mario game is a new version of Super Mario RPG ooh I think we might
1: get a new one. I don't think it'll be the big one. Does that make sense?
0: I think, I don't think we get like a new mainline Mario this year. I I really don't. I think we're going to get like filler and breath of the wild too. I think we're going to, I think, I think, but I do think that they will announce a super Mario RPG. I don't know if it's a remake or like a, like that. I feel like that's an unmined opportunity for doing something different with Mario
1: yeah they did what paper how old is paper door that's a switch game right it's not that old um, yeah
0: that was only a couple, couple years three years
1: yeah so i feel like that that studio is kind of one has been shuttered um i think if i remember correctly but it, it is like something they've kind of danced around but never i mean that first one of course was a square game which is now on the expansion pass um or coming to it i forget if it's out or announced for it um, that'd be interesting. I'm, I'm curious, or, or, or I wonder if they view, um, Rabbids as kind of the spiritual successor, even mm. though it's not an RPG, but you know, it's like a yeah. strategy genre
0: kind of thing. Maybe. I think there's room for the. I think the Super Mario RPG Some is UI. pretty cool. And yes, yeah, I think there's room for it. But yeah. you know, cool ranch, who knows? Cool ranch. Yeah. My
1: last one, because I already, we talked about the Insomniac as a PSVR two game, which you thought was just regular old bold as you kept talking. <laughs> um, My last one, and I've I've toyed with this before with Fortnite as a game I keep coming back to and as a game that is taking over the world. Uh, Cool Ranch prediction, a quote, substantial, end quote, new mode comes to Fortnite. Okay, what does that mean? So it's not, it's, I, I don't think it'll exist at the menu the same way save the world battle royale creative does i think Fortnite, against my hopes and dreams uh, will kind of embrace more of that roblox model of a launcher you know yeah um but i it, and i think the signs are there but they haven't done it yet which is why i still think it's cool Rand. but like they're expanding where you can get xp and so i don't know if it's a no build mode or if it's a racing you know, dedicated racing game. If they, if they bring burnout back, you know, they have destruction. <laughs> yeah. They have destructibility. They funny. have good handling halo style cars that are a blast to drive that have way better physics than they need to. And tracking gas and suspension changes. You go into Fortnite, you can pick up off-road tires to put, to craft onto your car to drive better through the hills and stuff like that. Like the amount of mechanics for racing in Fortnite it does not need to be as good as it is. Hmm. Um, and, or the harmonics, something Or like a Coachella forever Coachella, you know, channel or something like that. I think it's ripe for a, a dedicated something else thing. Um, that's like a major thing where people are start spending a lot of their time and not just like a, I played the, I visited the winter cabin to get my
0: gifts, you know, like, Something big. I think that's great. I think, I mean, clearly they want Fortnite to be all things. So, you know, all things. I I think that's a really strong prediction. That's good. I like it. All right. I have two more cool ranches. They'll be fast. Okay. Okay. First one is (laughs) Christian Spicer. Now, again, this is cool ranch. Ready? Moves to Denver. I wish. I wish. (laughs) you need to bring your family just come on come over It lives in my <laughs> it's basement boring. i saw pictures of the snow it looks very cold it's, it's delightful christian spicer before 2022 ends owns an nft well, I technically already do.
2: Boom! I already got it right. <laughs> they were last year.
1: So I got one. I have I have at least two, I think. So I got one from DC Universe <laughs> Infinite or whatever they called it. It's like, thanks for being a subscriber for so long. Here's an NFT. And I was like, I haven't set up the account for the wallet yet, but I think I can whenever. And then we got season tickets to Angel City Football Club, which is the new women's professional soccer team in los angeles and i was like a very early um season ticket uh purchaser for that And it's the same thing it's like thanks for being a day one here's a nft of our crest go into you create your wall and i haven't done it but i technically have well at least those i two.
0: got news for you you are going to be wealthy my friend with two <laughs> nfts you already own wow wealthy <sighs> all right yeah. well i guess I guess I already got that one right. So chalk that up for me. <laughs> that happened in 2021. I said before 2022 ends. Okay, and 2022 has not ended. Criteria okay, met. Gotta,
1: I got to create these wallets and sell these things. <laughs> I have 11 months and three weeks. <laughs> All right. And my
0: last one, and this is sort of, uh, you know, in the spirit of last year, my last Cool Ranch is any game that we know about any game that we know about, but doesn't already have a 2022 release date does not release in 2022.
2: So wait, what? any game. So games
0: (laughs) that are, that are slated for 2022, but don't have an actual date.
1: Mm. Don't come out this year. I mean, I, I already went so far to say that suicide squad, which has an actual date,
0: Yes. Oh, no. Some games that have an actual game <laughs> date also won't come out this year. But any game that oh, doesn't already have a 2022 release date. Yeah. But they're like, oh, it's, you know. But wait, wait, no, 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 no. You can't. You've created a prediction paradox.
1: Because <laughs> you're, e- you're either, you can't, this and Zelda contradict
0: oh yeah well no yeah i guess that's true i have created a prediction paradox well i'm either right or i hope you're right right or i'm right
1: (laughs) you can't be wrong if you guess both sides there you go is it heads or tails yes (laughs) i mean yes i like that and i like the continuation of it from last year i think it'll be very fun yeah um but then i i also hope that there are a lot of Metroid Dreads, you know, I big hope games, so too. Awesome games that we don't know about that, so too. that come out.
0: <laughs> Regardless, it's going to be fun uh, covering the video game industry for another year. It's going to be fun talking to you for another year. It's going to be fun welcoming guests on every single week. This is the part of the year, at the beginning of the year, where we reach out to you, the listeners, and say, hey, if there are any voices that you would like to hear on this show that we don't know about, Please let us know. We'd love reaching out to new folks that, that, uh, should be guests on the show that you'd like to hear on the show. Uh, we, you know, we know a lot of folks in the video game industry, but we don't know everybody. And it's great to get diverse, interesting, uh, new people that we have not had on the show before. So please let us know who you'd like to hear. Uh, if you can, you can send it to us, dlcfeedback at gmail.com, even better, put it in a thread on the subreddit five by five dlc.reddit.com, uh, or on the discord, which is five by five dlc on discord as well. We love getting great suggestions for new folks that we should reach out to and bring onto the show. Christian. Thank you, man. This is, this has been a fun, it's always one of my favorite episodes of the year, uh thanks for doing it and thanks for stepping into the unknown with uh year nine with me I appreciate it
1: thank you man it's yeah it started in my closet uh nine years ago sitting in my closet and uh I kind of still am, but it feels <laughs> <laughs>
0: kind of still am <laughs> well uh thank you to each and every one of you who listens to our show and cares enough uh to to bring us into your ear holes every week. We are grateful for that. And uh, we got, we got a big year coming up. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. We hope you stick with us until next
2: time. Think about what you put out into the world, make it a better place. Jeff was right.